0: This week's episode of Here's How I Don't Get is brought to you in part by The Rich Dickman Show. The Rich Dickman Show. Catch it on the internet. Just uh, pull up your whatever app you're using for podcasts. I use Podcast Addict, but uh, search in there The Rich Dickman Show, and you can find most, uh, well, you can find a bunch of the episodes still. Uh, the Rich Dickman Show. Every week they get together. They talk about, you know, life. They answer people's questions. Um, the the to give people advice they say who's who is and who's not a dick it's a lot of fun i've been a guest on it i think two or three times i i, I don't remember anymore but yeah great show go check it out richdickman.com <laughs>
1: And welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get, from north to south, east to west, the only formally in vitro fertilized podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Rem Dickman, and with me today, clapping on the ones and threes, it's Tim the Handlebreaker. How's it going? Hey, hey, and also joining me, if homoerotic subtext were nickels, he'd be a schemer from Shining Time Station, it's Tab Burt. Hey, Tab.
0: Welcome back, everybody uh that's a reference that only i get (laughs) i'll be shocked if someone else is like i remember schemer from shining time station i too am 30 years old and watch a lot of pbs yeah because my parents didn't have cable uh welcome back everybody big episode 235 can't believe it it's been that long anyway uh Boy, I have a great story this week. Do T- you? Tim has already heard the story, unfortunately. So, but, uh, but uh, r- joining us today is, uh, Rem Dickman from The Rich Dickman Show here to, uh, talk about some, some issues that he had this week. I've been a guest on his show. Now he's a guest on our show. And, uh, let's just like to say welcome to him. Go check out his yes. show. Thank uh, you. Uh,
1: paid a lot of money to be here. So thank you very much. <laughs> the, uh, uh,
0: so you haven't heard the story, but Tim has. So Friday, I had my first uh, day back to work of sorts on at you know my first call of working again, which was great. And so I was on my way home in the early afternoon because we got done early, which was also great. <laughs> and um, so the the, the streetlight before you're you get near, the closest streetlight to my house is one of those ones where on one side of the intersection it's two lanes. And the other side of the intersection narrows down to one lane. And I sometimes like to drive like an asshole and I'll get in that right lane. And when the light turns green, I'll go a lot faster than I should and then slide over to the left lane and continue about my business. Because my whole philosophy on driving is as long as I have open road ahead of me, I am not at the whim of anyone but myself. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, uh, I'm on my way home early afternoon. It's like, uh, what a two, three in the afternoon? And I'm, I get up to the light, the lights red and there's, as I'm coming up to the light, there's this Ford Fiesta that's in the right lane and it moves to the left lane. So I was in the right lane too. And I pull up next to the Ford Fiesta and I not thinking, I, I know this is an asshole move, but I, the way I try and do it is I try and do it where the person that I'm passing doesn't ever have to touch their brakes. Like yeah, they shouldn't yeah, even be aware yeah, of the of fact course. that. Like they just watch me go by and say, "Oh, that guy's an asshole." Uh, oh he's, well,
2: he's an asshole, but it didn't interfere with my driving. He rapes, but he saves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I light
0: turns green, and I give it a bunch of gas, and I blast the intersection and move mm-hmm. over. Now, apparently, this upset the Ford Fiesta, who also tried to gun it through the intersection. And in cars, there's this thing that's your, your power to weight ratio. Uh-huh. I have a 3,700 pound car that has gets 315 stock uh, horsepower, yep. which I think is up to 330 now with the uh, the mods that I've done to it, mm-hmm. right? The Ford Fiesta weighs in at a, a limber 2,400 pounds. So, you know, I've got <laughs> 1,300 pounds on her, yeah. but... 120 horsepower (laughs) like even that weight difference just doesn't doesn't add up and so uh i blow her doors off it's a woman by the way okay so oh really yeah so i (laughs) i am on the other side of the intersection i slide into left lane going 60 in a 40 yeah and i let off the gas just to coast down back to the speed limit and then i'll continue along and i let off the gas and i make it a little you know past the first like place i can turn off and i look in my rearview mirror and what has caught up in me but that ford fiesta riding my ass so i continue to just bleed off speed until i'm going about like 45 44 somewhere in there and i drive the mile or so down the road and i'm getting close to my turn so i start and this woman is still riding my ass. Like, like I've somehow inconvenienced her by speeding down this road. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I so I start tapping my brakes to flash the light so she understands that if uh, she doesn't slow down, she's going to hit my car. And if she hits my car, there's a good chance that I'll smash her fucking skull in. <laughs> so I tap in the brakes, and she's not letting off at all. So I put it on my turn signal, and she's not letting off at all. So what I end up doing is I... I see my turn and I flip into the neighborhood going about 40, 35, 40, flip into the neighborhood and then hit the brakes to slow down to 25. And the neighborhood kind of like swishes back and forth a little yeah, bit. Yeah. The neighborhood street that I turn in on. And as I'm taking my first swish, I look in the rearview mirror and who's behind me? This fucking Ford Fiesta following my ass. Now, Dude, every so really? often. Yeah, every so often I turn into my neighborhood and another car will turn into my neighborhood too. And uh, I get, it makes me feel paranoid like I'm being sure, followed. of course. But 90, sometimes I recognize the car as being like one of the people that lives nearby me. Yeah. But sometimes I don't and I just kind of like drive slowly and then they turn and I go, oh, that person must live here. But here's the thing about my neighborhood, right? It doesn't go anywhere. No, it doesn't. It is, it's per, I like this, this method of neighborhooding a mm-hmm. lot in that we are basically just a little pod that comes out into off of a big off of a major street yeah and then it it doesn't go anywhere so we have no through traffic there's no reason ever drive in our neighborhood if you don't live there and then my street specifically is a big loop you turn off onto it and then you just loop around and you end up right back where you were yeah and you never so there's no reason ever be on my road unless you live there and there's really no reason to be in the neighborhood unless you live there so i'm i get to the first stop sign and I turn and she turns too. Mm-hmm. right and right on my ass. So I see the street that I normally, I see my street yes. that I could take the loop on, but rather than do that, I go ahead and cruise past my street and just keep going until I get back out to the main street yeah. And I hit a stop sign and she is still on my ass. So I get to the stop sign. I put the car in park and I get out of the car. And I basically have two modes of confrontation. Mode number one is arms out wide, which is I want to fight you. Uh-huh. Mode number two <laughs> is is uh, trying to de-escalate by not doing that. Yeah. So I don't really want to stab a bitch right now. I want to go home and lay down. Uh-huh. And... So instead of doing arms out, I put my hands in my pockets and I kind of slump my shoulders and Mm -hmm. I say, is there a reason why you're following me? And she looks at me like, uh, uh, uh," like, she just like, what did you, what did you think? Where did you think this was going? Yeah. Uh, I'm not the one to fuck with with road rage. Like I once tried to fight a man with a, uh, with a current chest wound because he didn't, (laughs) because he was playing on his phone. Don't fuck with me. Uh, So She's like, like Porky Pig there in the car. So then I I take a step towards her car and say again louder, is there a reason why you are following me? And then she, (laughs) like, fiddles the car into reverse and backs – backs up real wonky and goes around me while giving me the finger and I shout back fuck me fuck you don't fucking follow people and she runs the stop sign back onto the main road and speeds away and I stand outside my car for a minute to make sure she's not going to try and double back Uh and then I wait and I get back in my car and I wait another minute don't see anything, and yeah. I turn my car around and go back home and park. Yeah. So I post about this on the the Fediverse, and a little bit of time goes by, and someone comments like, "She probably wanted to find out where you live, so she'd come back and fuck your car up later." Yep. And, I, and I thought, "Yeah, that's exactly what she wanted to do." And I'm, I'm glad that I had the sight to not go to my house.
2: Yeah. Because because uh, if. There's, there is, you were right. There is absolutely no reason someone would turn into that clump of neighborhoods without living there. Because let's say traffic was being diverted mm-hmm. for some reason through your, through that pod onto the other side of the street, right? Yeah. It would be an absolute nightmare for traffic.
0: It would be because the the neighborhood is not a grid. It's no. like all these goofy, it's, twisty, it's a bunch of goofy, roads. twisty roads. It sucks. Yeah. I get, I don't get lost, but if I don't take the right the my normal turn if yep. I turn too early if I turn too late or something you gotta like really, I gotta like really yep. think about where the hell I am in this neighborhood Yeah it's it's not a fun place to be I mean unless you live there it's yeah. an, it, that's that's why it's quiet is because it's so isolated But so then I got I get to thinking about it and I'm thinking so that's that's part one of this story yes. Right it keeps going so <laughs> I I get to thinking about it and I'm like. I really don't want uh I really don't want her to because she she vaguely could guess that I live in this neighborhood, right? Yeah,
2: because it's a since it's a pod, you can just go through all the different yeah, streets. Yeah, you could and drive on the all must- the streets and until the you find
0: a silver Mustang and go, yeah. that's the asshole, and then fuck my car up. So uh my dad had has a security system and it came with the camera and I thought I could access the camera from the security panel. I can't. And I thought, well fuck, I really want to the ability to see my car at any time, but also see if something happens. Yeah. And I thought, then I remembered that I had a shitload of cameras when I moved in here that are just sitting now. So I, I went through and I figured out how I could mount the cameras to the house. Now I have two cameras on the exterior of the house. I can see the entire 180 degree landscape outside. I have no worries about someone coming to our house and, uh, fucking with our stuff or stealing packages anymore. Very pleased with this decision I made. So I'm in the process of installing these cameras, and our next next door neighbor, this guy, starts delivering these packages, and he's like wheeling a bunch of packages in on a dolly, and I'm like, man, someone ordered a shitload of stuff off Amazon, but not. <laughs> it's not my business. I'm yeah, of course. I'm doing my thing. Yeah. So then he calls over to me. He says, "Hey, uh, do these people have a food truck?" and i say i don't i don't think so and he says well they do now and he walks his happy ass back on his big ass truck and drives away and i think to myself what a weird thing to say to a yeah, person yeah so I continue about my day and I'm about to, um, I finished, the cameras are up. I focused them. I've set up my activity zones, made sure everything's working. All their software's up to date. And I'm about to put everything back that I had to kind of shuffle around to get them out. And my neighbor comes out of her garage and she says, did, do you know who left these here? And I said, yeah, there was a delivery man. He came and delivered them, you know, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes ago. And she says, well, they're blocking my car in and I can't get out. And that's how many
2: packages there were.
0: That's how many packages there were. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I said, well, I, I can help you move them if you if you want. And she says, well, no, I don't need them moved. They're not for me. It's a bunch of Mexican food. <laughs> 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 and, and I, I'm like, what? And so I go over and it is, it's, it's industrial Mexican food. It is, you know, styrofoam takeout containers. It's A huge thing of tortillas. It's a Mm -hmm. huge thing of taco shells. It's a huge thing of chips. It's a huge thing. It's four gallons of marinade. It's a a (laughs) half-gallon bucket of seasoning. It's little individual things of seasoning. It's a crate of avocados and a crate of tomatoes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and three cases of glass bottle Coke. I mean, this is obviously not something that a person would order their house. Yeah and i made i find a label in one of the boxes like this is supposed to go to this mexican restaurant that's a mile away and i i'm like well uh that doesn't fucking go here <laughs> so i end up i end up finding the uh, the restaurant info and i call the restaurant and i say hey um someone just delivered all of your food to our house is there is there any way you, like, someone could pick this up? And the late the phone says, yeah, I'm going to send someone in a car. So, you know, a few minutes, 10 minutes past, 15 minutes past. And she calls me back and she says, yeah, this is the restaurant. Uh, none of us have a car that will hold it all because it's a lot of food. Uh-huh. Uh, we we called the distributor and they're going to come pick it up. They said they should be there in 10 to 15 minutes. So 45 minutes goes by. <laughs> And I get a call from the supervisor at the food distributor because that's uh, my neighbor, she's retired. She doesn't have a smartphone. So I was handling the phone stuff. Yeah. And we've been chatting this whole time. She's a very nice lady. And uh, so the food distributor guy calls me and he's like, yeah, so um, in 15 years of delivering food, we have never accidentally delivered food to a house. So that's pretty interesting. Uh-huh. But also, our drivers are governed by DOT regulations, so he can only drive for so many hours a day, and mm-hmm. after that, his clock is up, and he's done. And his clock's up, so he can't come get it. He will be back at 6 in the morning. <laughs> and I say, well, here's the thing. They stacked it in front of our car. Like, we can't get this car out of the garage. He says, oh, you can You can move anywhere you need it to. And I said, I'm not moving it inside, and it's going to rain. He goes, I don't care. You're not, you're not responsible for anything that happens <laughs> yeah, to it. Yeah. Just know that. And so, because it was, the the other thing was, the guy stacks these boxes up behind, you know, in front of the garage door behind her car that's parked in the garage, Yeah, and he pushed the trash can up against them for some reason. To, like, kind of hide them? I guess. From from a package thief? So she got in her car and looks in the rearview mirror to back out and sees the trash can and thinks, what the hell is going on? And gets out of the (laughs) car and realizes there are all these boxes here, and that's where... So, if the trash can hadn't been there, she would have just plowed over them. <laughs> oh, him man. And just destroyed all of it, yeah. I'm sure. And probably fucked her car up. Yep. So, uh, I tell the guy, I'm going to take the avocados and the tomatoes to the restaurant. And we're just going to leave the rest of this stuff stacked out here away from where her car is mm-hmm. so she can come and go. And uh, if it rains, it rains. And the guy's like, Yeah, that, that's great. No problem. And so I talked to him a little bit more later, and he's like, yeah, this driver, we've had problems with this driver before. Um, Number one, he's not supposed to leave anything without a signature, so there's no reason why he should have ever stacked it outside the garage. Uh Uh, Number two, address wasn't right at all. Like, I I understand there was some kind of error in Google Maps where your address is 2227 South Maple, and it took me to 2227. To, that's your address yeah it was supposed to have gone to 2227 south apple yeah and something got fucked up in there and and it's like yeah this guy's probably gonna have to go back to uh basic customer training and i was like I was probably getting fired <laughs> so uh i was i was an hour late to an hour and a half late to plans that i had mm-hmm. scheduled but uh I, I wished after the fact, we should have just like gone to Costco and got one of those giant sleeves of ground beef and yeah, like a bag made a of shit onions of tacos. and just made a, just called everybody I knew. Yeah. just like,
2: yeah, we're having tacos in the backyard.
0: <laughs> anyway. But was, also
2: like you had perishables and the guy yeah. wasn't, isn't able to come back until six in the morning the next day. Oh, oh.
0: And then, and then by the way, uh, left the house early Saturday morning, I like, I think I left about ten to go hang out with you and trucking and uh-huh. tucking, and that f- stack of food was still outside the house. So he Great. wasn't back Great. at six a.m. He was <laughs> he was back sometime, probably like eleven or, or noon. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. Can you imagine? Like, it, what if what if I, we were less honest people, right? Yeah. What if yeah. we just or what if we had just plowed over it? Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. Just call the restaurants. Just like, yeah. Hi, is this like Integrity Food Distribution? Yeah, where's our fucking stuff?
2: <laughs> we had we had three cases of glass bottle Coke. Do you know how like valuable that sh- the street value of that shit uh-huh. is? A friend of mine uh once got once accidentally got this was just this was earlier this year, uh got uh eighty five pounds of roast beef delivered to <laughs> him, <laughs> and uh, he they're supposed to go to an Arby's. He, there's no restaurants around him just neighborhoods just just houses right so he he like tried to do the the street math to be like where could this possibly have gone called around to like the couple the closest places where it could have gone and he spent like a whole day trying to track down where this roast beef was supposed to go um couldn't find it so uh, he kept about five pounds of it and gave the rest to um local uh homeless shelter ah, place fuck that. food, food fuck bank, the
0: homeless food bank. No, no food for the homeless. <laughs> they have plenty of food, Tim.
2: Well, what is he? He it, he, he, he wasn't going to eat it. It was going to spoil. I freeze it. <laughs>
1: Tab, can we go back to that crazy woman uh, in the fiesta for a second? Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Uh, You know, because you're a perfect example of you never know what you're going to get when you're going to be an asshole on the road. Right. Like, I I don't understand these people who have such balls while driving their car. They don't like somebody's having. a. My father once told me a story back in the 80s when everybody was was having fun. You know, uh, he was driving alongside a, a trucker. Right. And the trucker got pissed at him. For whatever reason, I don't know something happened on the road. The trucker was pet pissed at him and pulled up alongside and was yanking the horn. So my dad's passenger pulled out a gun from underneath the seat and flashed it at the truck driver. The stupid ass truck driver got scared and slammed on his brakes, never to be seen again. Like you don't know what the fuck is going on with people. Why? Where do these balls come from when you're inside your car? I don't understand.
0: I've had I've had yeah. guns pulled on me multiple times oh, yeah. in traffic. Yeah. So oh, yeah. so a lady following me home is really <laughs>
1: pretty pretty you know on the low end. of uh-huh. uh,
3: Well, yeah, I mean, for
1: you, it's fine. But for her, like, how does she explain that she got her ass kicked from for following a guy too close? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well,
0: how would what would you do? You know, let's let's say you do show up at my house to to damage my car. Uh Uh What do you say when you get arrested because I caught you and held you at gunpoint until the police came? Or worse, put a bullet in you. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly right. Oh, no, he he passed me and I got mad. So I I had to follow him back to his house and vandalize his property. Fuck you, lady. Jesus Christ. Fuck everybody. And fucking get out of the car.
0: Get out of the car, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it's like. Uh, so the, the, I mentioned the story that happened last year about the guy that I almost got into a fight with a quick trip because he was on his phone and almost ran me off the road. And, uh, with, with that guy, you know, he, he didn't want to fight. He was, he acted real cocky Mm -hmm. and called me a bitch. And I, my hypothesis was because my car is so low to the ground, it's hard to tell that I am a tall person. Uh, so I think people think I'm smaller than I am because I'm in, I'm so low, but uh-huh. then I get out and it's like, wow, this guy's like tall and fat. <laughs> I don't really want to fight a tall and fat guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so they, they, the guy, like the guy at Quick Trip, he ran inside and just hid in the bathroom. Uh-huh.
1: Fuck, I'm fucking a bitch. <laughs>
0: yeah. And this woman, like still, still trying to say, take some kind of moral superiority. i I I would love to hear her podcast where she's telling the story, like, and then this asshole gets out of his car and asks me why I'm
2: following. Like he does All I was know. doing was following him to his place of residence. Yeah. In order to come back later and damage his property. I just wanted to find out where he works so I could call them and tell them he
0: was a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like you're trying to cancel culture <laughs> me, Fucking driving. Yeah. And like I said, I get it, it's an asshole move. But if you if you just if she had just been driving at the speed she would have normally driven uh-huh. I doubt it. She guns at it at every fucking light. I certainly don't. Uh, she would have never, it would have never affected her. I would have blown by her and just cruised on down the road. And she might've been caught up with me by the time I turned in my neighborhood. Yeah. And she would have just been like, you drove like an asshole like that to drive a mile and a half to, to turn. You couldn't, you couldn't wait three lines in cars. God, Mustang drivers are the worst, but she couldn't do that. She couldn't handle it. She had to be a crazy bitch. Anyway, were you, were you packing no, she-
2: that day? I was not. You were not because you were just coming back from. I was just gig. coming
0: back from a gig. Yeah, so yeah. I did not have a gun on me. I did have my knife, which is part of the reason why my hands were in my pockets because that's yeah. where my knife yeah. is. Uh, yeah.
1: And I'm. It's funny. Next week on the show, I got a woman from Oklahoma complaining about road rage incidents. So I wonder if it's
0: the same person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the funny thing is, it did kind of remind me of my mom because my mom's done that before too. <laughs> she followed someone for, yeah. because she perceive them as driving poorly if someone's driving poorly to me the last place I want to be is anywhere near them yeah you know when someone when someone passes me like you're going 120 on the on the highway and in a huff you know mm-hmm. they ride my ass and they blah, blah, by me I'm just like yeah I'm gonna enjoy seeing you getting a ticket later yes you know yeah. sometimes I'll speed up to be in their wake as as, mm-hmm. as so that they get a ticket and I don't uh, but yeah like, or like people who drive slow in the left lane I just want to go and be away from them. It's it's I don't have mm-hmm. I have I have road rage, right? But yeah, I, it's yeah, usually yeah. contained into my car of me going like you fucking moron. Is that <laughs> Oh, I didn't realize the 5150s didn't come with turn signals. Uh,
3: it's crazy. <laughs>
0: you know, we all we all get pissed driving. Yeah, it's don't follow someone home. That could have gone yeah. really badly. Like I yeah. could have I could have gotten out of the car and just opened fire. Yeah. I could have been exactly. a fucking
1: lunatic. You don't know who's having a bad day. Like it's fucking crazy. <laughs> could be Russell Crowe.
0: Yeah. This woman thought she was Russell Crowe. She's not Russell no, Crowe. She's the Russell. Look at me. I'm the Russell Crowe yeah. now. Uh, I have nothing to apologize for. <laughs> uh, you're gonna fucking learn. Yeah. You're gonna fucking learn. I should have I should have gotten in my car and followed her, turned it around until she called the police. And the police pull me over, go like this this bitch is crazy.
1: Anyway. And yeah.
0: maybe you fall in
1: love. You never know. You know <laughs>
0: life's funny. She was she was fat. <laughs> Tim, you have any uh, any stuff you want to catch up on this week now that I've told
2: my long episode. I think you've told a long enough story that we need to get in some issues. Pronto. Well, uh Tim, what is your first issue this week? Uh here's what I don't get. Uh Normie nerddom. Mm. This is kind of uh going off of our our conversation last week about uh, the average moviegoer. Um It's like a saga now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh this this story popped up in my uh in my news feed. And I clicked on it cuz it's it's something, you know, it was something related to something I like. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, oh, there we go. Let me click on this clickbait find out what this guy's talking about. This is the name of the, this? Is the name of the article? It's from Screen Rant. This is their TLDR series Junji Ito's Fashion Model Ending and Creature Explained. Uh, now for those of you that don't know, Junji Ito is a, a manga drawer and writer mm-hmm. guy. Uh, my favorite one. I have all of the English uh releases they put out, and uh, one of the things so. We've talked about how nerd culture has now become
0: uh, totally mainstream, totally
2: mainstream and widely accepted. There's pros and cons to that. One, the pros is that I can get this obscure horror manga in hardback now, and there's they're putting three or four of them out a year. Um, okay, this is I'm going to read this verbatim: the anime horror anthology Jinji Ito collection. They made an anime of his like greatest uh, hits because he does like one. He'll do some longer stuff. He usually like one chapter short horror stuff. Okay. Uh, adapted his story fashion model. Uh, and here's the shorts monster and ending explained. Uh, but first, of course, they go into some background. He's been crafting nightmare fuel for readers for decades. His tales can be both terrifying and gross and often involve a healthy dose of body horror. His most famous stories include Tomie And Uzumaki, Uzumaki, I would say, is probably his most well-known one. And here's the first mistake of the article. Uh, The latter being a perfect example of how he takes an unusual premise, in this case, a town that becomes unnaturally obsessed with spiral patterns (laughs) and then quite literally twists them to horrific degrees. First one, that's not the story of Uzumaki. If they didn't get it completely wrong and switch the story, they say it's, quote, a town that becomes unnaturally obsessed with spiral patterns, that's not what it is. It's a town that becomes invaded by the by the um, the literal. Uh, the town is being invaded by the uh, the abstract uh, thought of patterns. It's, it's, it's a kind of a. I'm kind of splitting hairs here, uh-huh. but to me, it's an important hair. The town is not becoming obsessed with spiral patterns. They're being invaded by the abstract thought of patterns.
0: And you read this for entertainment? Oh yeah, right. it's
2: great.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm splitting hairs here, but it's but but that's part that's part of what like liking really liking something and being n- a nerd about it is part of.
3: So yes, that is true,
2: right? Yeah, that's their first uh, mistake. There, uh, his unique art style has made it somewhat difficult to translate his stories to live action. Uh, movies based on Uzumaki and Tomie have been uh, met with mixed reviews. Um, sadly, the anime based on his work has also, um, been met with largely lukewarm reviews, including 2012's Gyo and the most, the more recent, uh, collection. So, um, some more backstory, the, the anime of that they did the collection came out two years ago, um, and got terrible reviews and I have not watched it like, uh, like how, You won't watch uh you're not gonna watch uh because you 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 gave Star Trek you gave JJ Abrams Star Trek a chance because it was new. It didn't, you know, it was it was the new Star Trek at the time. Yeah. You gave it a chance. Yeah. And you hated it. Yeah. And so therefore you're not gonna watch anything else. Anything else, right? Exactly. Uh but imagine if you hadn't uh seen it yet, right? because yeah. you saw it like when it came you saw it. I the, saw day. it on the day it, came, the out. Day it yeah, came out my 18th birthday exactly Be- yeah. because that was colliding and it was star trek right it just everything yeah. you know happened for a reason but let's say it didn't come out around your birthday and for some reason you weren't able to see it that weekend okay and then the, re- the reviews come out and you like and you're like man that sounds terrible and like i won't like it would you still have gone and seen it no,
0: I'm trying I, th- that's definitely happened with movies. Uh, yeah,
2: like uh with me and like uh the the Green Lantern movie? Yeah. I didn't go see that just because I was a Green Lantern fan.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to remember what movie it was that maybe it was Dark Phoenix. I think it was Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Right? I didn't see it when it first she came out. She a X-Men
2: out. fan. Yeah. I didn't see Apocalypse or Dark Phoenix when they came out in theaters. And, and then and then the reviews
0: were terrible. And I was like, oh no. Yeah. The only reason why I saw Apocalypse in theaters was because uh, we were watching my sister one week and uh, it was at the dollar movie. Yeah. And it's like, it's next. Yeah, Man. I, I would have gone see it for movie. a dollar. Well, sure. Uh, take my sister
2: to it, but he, she was bored. She was bored. And here's here's where the article really, really got to me. Uh, On paper, the latter sounds like a perfect way to bring his work to the screen, as each episode combines two of his stories in an anthology format. Unfortunately, at least for many of his readers, it really didn't elicit the same kind of dread or atmosphere that that the originals did. Still, it's worth a watch for Uh. devotees of his work, with the second episode adapting fashion model, I I don't understand this. This is what the 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 mainstream nerd has now become, right? The consume right yeah. consume product. This you know is related to the thing I like, so I must consume it. I I
0: don't even think that. I remember. Um Many years ago now, it has to have been like six or seven years ago, mm-hmm. right? The Biggest Problem in the Universe did some live shows on YouTube, you know, video episodes. Yeah, yeah. And they had, the first episode, they had this dumb bitch with a choker, and she brought in nerd culture, and basically bitch <laughs> and moaned about how she wants to do, like, she wants to pretend to be involved with these nerd culture yeah. things, and then everybody... Nope. Everybody just treats her like one of the guys. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like it, and she wants like it dumbed down for her. Oh, okay. And uh, then Maddox, being who he was, he everybody hated that issue. They told they thought she was a dumb bitch, yeah. which she was. And so his <laughs> his solution to that problem was to bring her in on the very next episode, which is <laughs> fucking unlistenable. Uh, but now, in hindsight, being mm-hmm. able to look at that in the rearview mirror, I can see that not that's like that sure, type of sure. specifically, but. That is the germination of the seed where we stop gatekeeping our communities. Mm -hmm. We all thought it'd be so cool. Yeah, if more people read comics, like comics are great. If more people read them, we'll get more comics. I like superhero movies. We get more superhero movies. They'll be great. And it's like now looking in the rearview mirror, it's like, oh, yeah, everyone's tried to make the MCU. Mm -hmm. They all suck. About a third of the MCU sucks. Yeah. And what's coming looks like it's going to suck. <laughs> God, I wish we could go back to only having one superhero movie every two years. Yeah. Uh, God, I wish, you know, I look at these comics and they're making new, we have to unsexify Mary Jane and we have to make Peter <laughs> Parker gay and Batman has to be just completely uninteresting. And now we've got a girl, black girl, Robin, and we got a young half Indonesian, half Laotian, uh, Supergirl, and just all this stupid, like, yeah, she's both of those nationalities, but also somehow Kryptonian. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and all that shit has just slowly ruined everything. But, and the other part of it is they're getting rid of all the lores. You know, this they did this with Star Trek where they just kind of ejected, they yeah. just ejector seeded yeah. seated out of the lore, the lore airplane. And then they go like, "This is fine. We're in our own little parachute mm-hmm. airplane now." You're not though. You abandoned the airplane. Nobody wants to see your ejector seat yeah. adventures. They want to see your airplane adventures. Tom Cruise and Top Gun. Uh, it's this is this is the this is where we are. In that, in order to make stuff appeal to a wider and more normal audience, well, we, we can't really uh, convey
1: abstract patterns. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but uh, I think people like spirals.
1: Yeah. Pretty cool, yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm an old guy. Uh, back in the '90s, we used to celebrate our differences, right? If you were different, you were cool, but we were all accepted because we were all different, right? And what different? What being different made us special. And then that changed to, We all got to be the same, right? Yeah. There's no difference between anybody. We're all the same. And I started to notice this, you know, several years ago. Um, I used to do a World of Warcraft podcast back in uh, 2012, 2014, and a lot of people started to complain. Oh, the game's too hard. Well. Then other people would pipe up, we need to make it more accessible to the people who don't have time to play. So they Mm -hmm. dumbed down the game so much that it wasn't even fun to play anymore. Like everybody was getting the rewards that you worked so hard to get. And then it went into like comic books where um, you know, instead of creating new superheroes or new characters, they just took the old characters that you loved and changed them. Yeah. And then they wonder, why are you so upset that Captain America is now a trans female? Well, because that's not the fucking Captain America that I fell in love with, right? This is a t- completely different character, but you, you just destroyed everything I loved about it beforehand. Nothing against trans people. Make a new character. The, the need to have, include fucking everybody and everything is, is ruining every fucking piece of entertainment, every bit of society these days. I don't mean to take such a strong stance, but
0: (laughs) yeah, it's everything's just becoming. I mean, the MCU, I think, is a great example of this, right? Where those first five movies, they are, you know, Thor has this feels like a Shakespearean Mm -hmm. epic and it's styled like that and it's shot interesting. Well, it's not shot interestingly, it's shot a lot of Dutch Dutch angles.
3: Yeah.
0: It's, it's, shot differently than yes. Captain America would be a shot differently than Iron Man and then Captain America is like it's very it feels like a very period war film it does it's not yeah not quite as grainy as it should be but but it feels like it, it feels it feels like yeah. it. they they're doing things to make it feel like its own thing yeah yeah and Iron Man's suit Thor's armor and Captain America's uniform yep. are all very different. And then, you know, you can add in the Incredible Hulk too. Is that is a that movie is way different than the others. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But then you get into Post-Avengers movies yeah. and it's like Ant-Man shows up and he's got a suit that has like basically the same texture and yes. and color not palette, but the same uh forms uh-huh. and shape as an MC as captain America's current yes. suit and black Panther suit. Uh-huh. And I see this in, in a movie and I think like, what is, why is this like this? Yeah. Why can't I have a, why can't Ant-Man suit be like cool? Like the Shazam movie mm-hmm. and the sh- his suit looks stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all like, it looks like foam muscles and it's mm-hmm. like very smooth and colorful and it's great because it doesn't look like Batman's suit. Yep. It doesn't look like Superman suit. <laughs> yep. Right. And but but then how would you know that that the, this is you need to see this movie because yeah. it's one of yeah. the MCU movies. Uh-huh. This is an MCU movie. You can tell because Ant Man looks like an MCU character on the cover of the of the box.
2: Yeah, and the new characters are even where the Eternals trailer came out today. I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen them in their costumes, and they're they're that over designed like. Over patterned, dull color, yeah, lines everywhere costume, and so is Shang Chi's. So was so were the Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: It's like they're on yeah. they're on a totally different planet in space. Yes. Somehow they got the same production designer. <laughs> yeah. And but they have to do that stuff to try and appeal to who they think is their audience because mm-hmm. they think that they have you. They know they think that they have you to yeah. watch this anime. Yeah. They're like, uh, Tim, Tim, the handle breaker, check him off on yep. the list. How are we going to get Tad bird to watch it though? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, advertise big titties. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, but you know, I don't want to watch it either because if, if Tim says I'm not interested in this, I go, oh, well then I'm not. Yeah, exactly. Right. Cause Tim's a fan. Yeah. Uh, star Trek. Is the same. It had, the same thing has happened with Star Trek, where they go like, "What do people remember about Spock? What about people remember about Star Trek? Mm-hmm. They remember Spock, yep. and they remember spaceships, Ships. and they remember laser Lasers, blasts yeah. and, and space fights. Like, no, no, you're thinking of Star Wars. Ah, it's the same thing, <laughs> you know. And then that's what the stuff is. It's yep. just. Spock remember Spock remember live long and prosper remember tribbles Uh they just just jam all that shit into the into the show you don't know know the name of the episode about
2: the tribbles but do do you remember data do you remember (laughs) Picard no one knows who Jordy is. He was he was the blind guy. He was a blind guy, yeah. and he's black. They put him in, They literally put him in, in the, in the back, back of the yeah. Enterprise. Jordy, <laughs> get back to engineering. If you're gonna sit on the
0: bridge, you got to sit on the no. back of the Enterprise. No, you know he was flying it in the first season. Mm-hmm. First season, he was a pilot, clicking and cl- clacking up there. And then they're like, no, 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 get to the back. You and Worf, back of the bridge. Worf, you're standing behind the, that arch thing. Jordy, you sit <laughs> at the engineering station. We
2: didn't have confidence in Star Picard. And then they fucking go in the first episode and. And dare to utter the line, you know? Data always told me he wanted a daughter. <laughs> ah, yeah. Fuck off. He had one. Her name was Law. Uh, um. And and when he made Law, he allowed Law to, to choose, choose her, her gender. Own gender. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyways, back to At this same article. Same time. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. I would say a lot of these, a lot of these properties just taking their old audiences for granted. Um, take Doctor Who, for instance. I was a huge Doctor Who fan uh, for several years, and then they changed doctors and made the doctor a female. It's like, okay, you know, I'll give it a shot. I don't have a problem with the Doctor being female. But they completely changed the character of the Doctor, and they're writing these super woke stories. Like, why the fuck would an alien with two hearts who's a billion years old have any interest in what Rosa Parks did in 1962? Like, I, why are we doing an <laughs> episode on Rosa Parks' as Doctor Who? This is fucking bullshit. Isn't and it a it, British show, too? Yeah. Why would they? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So it it's, it was even more uh, confusing. Like, what, what are we doing? Why why are we taking history lessons with Doctor Who? I want to see the Doctor fight aliens and save the world, not fucking worry about who's sitting where on a bus. <laughs> so far beyond their type of problems.
0: I want to see the Doctor pull out his little pen mm-hmm. and then just whatever bitch is with him, just like vaporize her into dust. <laughs>
1: yeah. And they just assume that the regular fans will, you know, the, the long-term time fans will just go along. I, I completely stopped watching the show because it wasn't for me anymore. And, you know, the, the, ba- the then you get angry that the creators and the commentators and the journalists will get upset at the old fans. Why are you abandoning yep. this show? This is still the show you love. Why, why don't you want to change? Why, why are you so misogynistic and racist? And I'm like, no, fuck you. You changed what I like in order to dumb it down for everybody. So go fuck yourself.
0: Yeah, I love that sentiment, too. Like we made a thing that isn't good and somehow it's my fault. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's my fault that I don't want to watch Ghostbusters 2016, even though you forced it upon me. Yeah, That's somehow my mm-hmm. fault. That's rape. You raped yeah. my movie collection.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and with the TV, like a 24 legacy, right? They make 24 Legacy. They, I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it soon. But they make it. They recap. They make it with a new lead, and it's a black guy. Like, oh, mm-hmm. diversity. Speaking of black guys and 24, you know who's in 24, the revival series? Who? John Bodega, the black guy from Star Wars. Huh. Oh, nice. Yeah,
2: I knew he was involved in that somehow.
0: Yeah. I was like, wow, that's, that's that guy.
1: Neat. Mm-hmm. That's a guy who'll never be in Star Wars again.
0: He probably won't be in anything ever again. That's the thing. Like he's yeah. made himself look like a real asshole. I, I I don't get me wrong. I love what he said about how yeah. Kathleen Kennedy is terrible. Yeah. But that's the kind of shit that Hollywood execs see that and they go, Yeah, oh, we're not putting right. him in yeah. another movie because, yeah. you know, we don't want him we don't want him to do the press tour and then eighteen months later say like, yeah, uh Black Panther two is dog
1: shit. Yeah. And this black man got out of line. Nope.
0: They don't <laughs> like that at all. Not at all. <laughs> what do you think the solution is tim how do we get rid of the normies
2: uh i don't know that you need to get rid of the normies
0: you do you need to gatekeep your communities yeah hard yeah <laughs> if, if, if i've learned anything in the last 10 12 years yeah it's that you have to gatekeep your communities hardcore If someone says oh i like star trek and and you they can't answer simple questions mm-hmm. about it, you go no 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 you're not a star trek fan who is the captain of the Enterprise C, Tim? The Enterprise
2: C? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit. I mean, I remember the episode with the C. Yeah. Rachel Garrett. I don't know he is. Rachel Garrett. Rachel Garrett, <laughs> Garrett,
0: Tim. And then she gets killed when they go through the rift, so Tasha Yar stays on yes. board with Shooter McGavin. Yeah. And they uh, restore gets- the timeline.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> and then what happens to her? She gets uh, Kidnapped. You take a take a prisoner of war, really. Yeah, yeah. And then raped. Yeah. Yeah. She has a baby. She has a baby, yeah. and then that baby gets evil and You're comes ice. comes <laughs> <laughs> comes to revenge on Picard.
0: Uh, but not even this Picard.
2: How can how can Mike
0: Siklasa hate parallels when he likes episodes like yesterday's Enterprise? Exactly, right? Like and then the whole Sela coming back thing. Fuck that guy. I think Mike's racist against uh, Klingons. I think I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Hashtag, hashtag KLM. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like on last matter. Yeah. <laughs> Except they totally don't. Like <laughs> even according to the empire, you know. They're yeah, all they're yeah. all about how can I die today? Yeah. Uh yeah, gatekeeper cuz I uh, I'm not into Warhammer 40K. Me either. But I have some friends that are yep. and I see their conversations in our mutual chats and it looks to me like that's the next one that's about to fall cuz they're really? like Oh yeah, we're putting in all this stuff to try. It's like, why? Why why what's wrong with the audience you have? I understand I understand the shrinking audience, right? Yeah. Uh if you don't expand, people eventually fall off and you and you lose and lose and lose. But the mobile game market is designed to appeal to whales. Yes. Right? Yeah. Ninety percent of your user base is just playing for free. Yep. But that 10% is just sinking money in all day. So you, you give things that they will love and that's where you make your money. And I don't understand why these media things can't also do that. Like imagine if, if there was a streaming service, right. Mm -hmm. And all that was available on it was TOS, TNG, deep space, nine Voyager and enterprise and all 10 movies in Mm -hmm. HD and like documentaries and shit, just nothing but star Trek, 10 bucks a month. You fucking guarantee I would sign up for it. <laughs> like I would be your whale. Yeah. I would sign up for that service. But instead, you want to try and get the people that watch The Good Wife and Grey's Anatomy to also watch Star Trek on CBS All Access or what uh it's Paramount Plus now. Yeah. Yeah. Watch SpongeBob and also New Star Trek. And those people those people didn't want to watch it before. Yeah. And they only minorly want to do it now because it's cool. Yes. Right? The people that like the people that got into comics because the MCU because the MCU yeah. and they're like, yeah, I, uh, I read the trade paperback for civil war, you know, preparing for the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they watch <laughs> the movie and they go, well, those aren't similar at all. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America didn't die. That was your takeaway. Yep. <laughs> all right, then how come Hank Pym isn't in age of Ultron? Well, cause he hasn't been introduced in any of the other, uh, MCU uh-huh. movies. Like,
4: Huh. Oh well.
2: Yeah. You know. Oh well. And then they would go to then they go to YouTube and watch um uh Avengers, Ultron's backstory. Explain the yeah. differences between the comic book and the movie. And then they, they
0: <laughs> say that stuff, or they yeah. read the Wikipedia article. Uh-huh. They just read the Wikipedia they don't even read the trade paperback. They just read the Wikipedia article yeah. about uh the age uh-huh. of Ultron arc and they're like, Oh, interesting, interesting.
1: So Have I you guys am- seen that? Have you guys seen that Comics Explained YouTube channel? You just mentioned it. This guy, he, he, he scrolls like the entire, all the panels from the comic book on the YouTube, uh, on, on the video, and Instead of reading word for word, because I guess that'll be a copyright strike, he just summarizes everything that's happening as he's scrolling the entire fucking comic book and all the art is going by. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know how he doesn't get taken down. Sorry, no. tangent, but
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> he drives me crazy. He, the <laughs> channels like that and the ones where they go I have like, time to read 40 Easter eggs you missed in Wanda, WandaVision episode yeah. two so that you can watch that and go, then go, whoa, look at all these Easter eggs I know about <laughs> comics. Uh-huh. You don't, yeah. though. You don't. You're just an asshole. No. <laughs> Did you know the Infinity Gauntlet is in the first Thor movie? Yeah, I have eyes. <laughs> yeah. I have eyes and a passing knowledge of yeah. what has happened in the Marvel comics. Mm. Um, Why
1: haven't they introduced Adam Warlock yet? Yeah, I get you. Yeah,
0: isn't he going to be in Guardians three?
1: They there was a uh, teaser for him, him at, at, in, at two. Two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And his cocoon yeah. was in the te- the post credits the- for Dark World. When they bring, oh yeah, they he's bring a, it to the collector. He's in the collector's thing. He's got this cocoon in there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a different cocoon than the teaser from End of Guardians 2. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway. Well, Ram, what is uh, your issue this week? My issue this week? Oh boy. So here's what I don't get. There you go. Uh is people uh, with one person with an opinion, how does that person affect the majority? used to be where, you know, I was taught growing up. That, you know, you do what's good for the group, right? Mm-hmm. And through through my upbringing with my parents, through school, my time in the military, you do what's best for the group. All of a sudden, one person's opinion or feelings become more important than anybody. And we have to change everything wholesale because of one person. Why do I say that? Because my little old podcast, The Rich Dickman Show... Uh, we average 12, uh, 12 listeners a week, as we like to say. We're very small, okay? Uh, we're not a huge podcast. We don't really delve into super controversial topics, but we have fun opinions, and we like to talk about life and things that are going on. And we you know what? We have adult conversations, like adults do, like you gentlemen are doing today. We talk about adult things with adult language. Um, well, anyways, my co-host, uh, Ray, he, he has been erased Uh, from The Rich Dickman Show and all of his episodes because uh, a a lady in human resources uh, was upset at him after his promotion for him pointing out that she was bad at her job. She decided to point out to the CEO of their company that uh, he was on a podcast and she was offended by something she heard. So the CEO, being a Christian man, takes that information and decides, oh man, I don't want to get sued if uh, some young girl were to stumble across the Rich Dickman show by accident and listen to an entire episode by accident and be offended and possibly leave our company open to liability. So Ray, uh, Ray, you need to get off the internet. You need to remove your episodes and you need to quit the show. Otherwise you're going to lose your job. Can you believe that? (laughs) Doing a stupid podcast with your friends, right? On your own time, uh, yeah. And it and you lose and you you threaten with your job if you don't quit. Like it's fucking insane. Imagine
0: imagine the opposite of that, right? Imagine if or not the op a uh, parallel to that, let's mm-hmm. say. Um your boss comes to you and says, like, I understand you're going to a Bible study group every Friday uh night after work. Uh you're gonna yeah. have to stop doing that or you're fired.
1: Holy shit. I mean, Can you imagine? Lawsuits
2: of the ass. Because Kenny, yeah. Kenny in accounting is an atheist and doesn't like that.
1: Yeah. Right. But, you know, that's not far off. All right. And, you know, we talked some of it about you – know, we talked about it a little bit earlier in, you know, in, in the conversation leading up to this is that we've given so much power to one person's feelings – In this society that we're in now, comic books have changed because somebody didn't feel included. Video games have changed because somebody felt like it was too hard. Um, You know, I have to... So... the the, the worst thing we ever did in this society was give power to people's opinions, right? Because it's not opinions that matter, it's facts. Facts matter, not your goddamn opinion. How you feel about something is irrelevant to what I do in my personal life. Uh, And you you can see this right now with with masks and vaccines, by the way. Um, We've given so much power to opinions and one person's feelings, it's just it's fucking ruined us. And I don't know if there's ever a way back from this now until somebody's going to put their foot down and say, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares what you think. This is what's good for the group. So because of this, Ray is no longer on the show and I've had to remove 107 episodes, two years of content from my show. So Ray... Ray's job being in danger affected, you know, myself and, and my um, Randy's and the co-host with us and everybody who's listened to the show or may listen to the show in the future. Like we have no history anymore because of one stupid woman in HR who decided she was offended because I don't know, we were talking to swingers one week and we we're talking <laughs> about their consensual lifestyle, how they like to swing with other people, you know? Um, what, yeah, no, that fucking sucks.
0: I don't <laughs> understand about these types of situations, right? Is that it's so easy to just not listen to something. Yeah, you know I. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't like. I don't like Maddox anymore. Right. I just don't watch his videos yeah. or listen to his podcasts or read his books or articles or tweets or whatever. Like I. Yeah. I I'm just not interested. I, like Star Trek, right? Star Trek, the new Star Trek, deeply offends me. Yeah. Uh, that's why I don't watch it. I'm not on the internet every day saying that they need to delete it all and ap- and write me a personal apology. It's ridiculous. A similar thing happened to us, and i I brought it in after it happened, But we had to remove two episodes from our feed because almost the exact same situation. Yeah, a guest that was on the episode got a new job. and they told they she had to disclose the anything many media she appeared on, and she told them about this show. I don't know why. <laughs> Cause it was it was <laughs> under
2: a pseudonym. Here is
0: here's right? my advice to anyone on on the internet. If anybody ever asks you if you have a YouTube page or a podcast or you've ever been on a podcast or a mm-hmm. YouTube page or anything, the answer is no. Right. Because there is unless you went on Joe Rogan, not a fucking <laughs> chance it's gonna get found. Uh so they listened to the two episodes and they said, what well, was not anything that you said? It was the things that were said while you were there that yep. were problematic. And, uh,
2: which is ridiculous. If
0: we had, if we had known about them, this, we would have possibly not hired you. And it's like, what the fuck? So I was asked to delete the episode. Yeah, if Hitler
2: had gone to art school, he might not have become... <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Uh, I was asked to delete them, so my solution was to make the two of them Patreon only and remove them from the public feed. Yeah. And uh, it's just...
2: Yeah. How is it any of
0: your business?
2: Yeah. Like in, like in this specific case uh, with Ray, the only way that this... I think should have been brought up at all would be if she if the person from HR had listened to an episode where Ray was like, "Yeah, so I was uh I was at work uh jerking off in our boss's office when he wasn't there." <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Or or right. if he was if he was you know specifically trashing paper Oh yeah,
2: oh yeah. Oh, Linda from HR, I'm going to take a if shit on her uh, desk on Monday.
0: Or something like right. that or or spreading Nasty, nasty rumor. I understand an objection to that, but someone listens and they're like, I didn't
1: like this. And, and that's it. <laughs> and 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> You didn't like ah. it. You stopped listening. You know, I, I fancy the Rich Dickman show as a show where you know we bring people together to talk about different things. Tab, when you were on, we talked about your experiences in losing your job uh, in COVID, and then following yeah. up a, a year later. Um, you know, I, I've talked to, to uh, adult film stars, to swingers, to people who've made music for WWE. For you know, we we talked to people who did a Bob Ross podcast, right? And I, I look at it as like just bringing people together. I love talking to people and asking questions. I was always that kid in school who. Just like why, you know, I was always asking why. So I, I love learning about people and what they do and what makes them different. Um, you know, we're not we're not promoting any type of violence or any type of capital insurrection. Or you know, we're not saying one religion's better than the other. Or we're not getting into race or anything. We're just talking to people about the different things they do. And this woman was just so offended by whatever it was that uh, it, it just boom, you got to be gone, got to erase from the and, and then. The stupidest thing it is, is the CEO not knowing how the internet works, Uh, is that he he believes some some random young girl is just going to stumble upon The Rich Dickman Show and accidentally hit the button to download and then accidentally hit the button to play and then accidentally (laughs) listen to the entire show, you know, all 90 minutes of it, and then get offended at something. Like, what fucking world is is that? What are we doing anymore? (laughs) You know?
0: Yeah, that's another great point is that, you know, I've listened to your show. I have no idea where Ray works. Right. Uh, uh, so, sorry. So there was a comment about the audio. It's something to do with the Discord, though. Uh, I have no idea where he works, right? Now, if he's going in there every episode, he's like, yeah, I'm Ray Dickman. I work for, you know, Capital Dildos LLC+. plus." <laughs> Uh, sixty-seven twenty-five <laughs> South Brooklyn Avenue, Washita, Wisconsin, two twenty-seven three sixteen. <laughs> you know, and and my boss's name is Al, <laughs> and I'm a representative of this company. I'll get it if maybe there were some spicy things saying your podcast and your, the company goes. Well, don't really, yeah. I don't I yeah. don't know about yeah. that, right? Uh, that's but one thing. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. He's not representing himself as uh, having any opinions other than his own. Mm-hmm. He's not representing. Trying. He's trying to actively avoid representing his company. The company that I work for. The company that I have shit talked many times uh-huh. on this podcast. I have never said the name. No. Yeah. Nope. Because. Then there's a there's a tie there. Yep. I don't need the tie there. I just need to get the shit off my chest. Mm-hmm. I don't represent the company. I don't represent anything. I am just a man. Yep. You know, my opinions are mine, and that's it. The, the company doesn't hire me to think things. The company hires me to do things. Yeah, yeah. Now, if the company wants to make me a vice president in charge of public relations, then, yeah, maybe I need to scrub mm-hmm. my image a little bit. <laughs> but until then, why don't you blow me? <laughs> yeah. Uh. And
1: so to top, to top this one off a little epilogue to this is that um so you got you got the HR lady who complained you got the CEO who told Ray quit or get fired well you have the president now, several people in Ray's company, they knew about the podcast, right? Because Ray had told a friend and the friend told a friend. But again, he's not talking about his company in particular. He's really not trash talking anybody on it, right? There's a couple of jokes here and there about working in construction, but that's it. Um, so the president comes to Ray and then says to him, uh, listen, I've known about the podcast for a little bit and what you do on your own time is your own business. But, you know, that one person, she's offended and the CEO you know, has the final say, so sorry, bud. You're out of luck. So I mean, somebody with a little bit of a brain, but it, has, it can't influence. You know, it just it's just frustrating, really. Because, you know, first of all, you know, I lose Ray. Ray is a good friend of mine. Right, Ray. I've known Ray since I forgot I knew him back in 2015, but I knew him in 2015 when he was helping out with something I was doing. Um, it's like our, our story. Well, Ray, kind
3: of, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Ray came to the show when I started doing it. with My first co-host Huelhauser and he started submitting bids and he's calling in and he guest hosted a couple times. So when Huel had to leave, I said, "Hey, Ray, you want to do the show with me?" And and in that time, uh, he joined in episode fifty four. We just did episode one sixty one. In that time, he and I had become really good friends, right? So you know, I, I lose my friend from the show. I lose the person that I enjoy doing it doing it with it lose the entire history every little thing we've ever done like tab both of your episodes are are in the, are just yeah they're gone in, in, they're in the ether right now yeah um you know, I had to shut down the website for a little bit. I also saved my friend's job, right? And so I can come out. and say, yeah, I'm a big hero. I saved my friend's job. Now fuck it, I shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. Yeah. yeah, if Ray had to leave the show, that's one thing. So you know, we're uncomfortable with you doing a podcast. Okay, well that's between Ray and his company. But to to remove two years worth of of our content together, you know, the things that we created, uh, episodes where we've learned about people going to prison or whatever crippled Jesus's issues were, you know there's a lot of like really good stuff in there. If you were looking just to learn about things or people and have a laugh and it's just, it's all gone. I don't get a goodbye episode with Ray. Um, really can't reference him anymore. I, I'm saying his name too many times in this show as it is, but I'm just (laughs) general Ray. Um, it just it just sucks, you know. It just it just gone, just poof, erase. You just erase him from everything. I had to remove his profile from the website. Had to take him off all our um, the little blurbs telling you what the podcast is and all this shit. And just so people come into the Rich Dickman show and they hop in at episode one hundred and sixty is the TRDS Great Reset. Like fucking, where are the rest of the episodes? Everything's fucking gone. Like, what is he talking about? Who are these people? It's, it's like I, ah, I just I and, just that one little one stupid woman affected so much for her stupid opinion.
0: And to think that your job can dictate what you're doing, like they can't tell you what meals to eat. They can't tell yeah. you what television mm. you can watch. They can't tell you you know, if if you if you and him were just getting together like in your in, you know, your game room or your basement or whatever and just hanging having out. Having the and exact same talks having the exact same talks, yeah. like they're what are they gonna do about it? But because <laughs> it's on the internet, it's and now it's a problem for everyone. Now yeah. it's someone else's problem that well, it's, it's someone else's problem that this woman is ass blasted.
1: Right. And See, it, the the answer is don't listen. If you don't like it, don't listen. Do something else. <laughs> it's yeah. Simple. You report, your own fucking you business.
2: these to report that lady to HR for meddling in his personal life.
0: There's, uh, I think it's Stephen Fry has a, has a bit where he talks about when people say, why don't you, you don't believe in God. Yeah. And he says, well, you don't believe in a thousand gods. I only don't believe in one more God than you. It's like, you're already not listening to 16 million podcasts. 16 million one really isn't going to affect you at all. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I, I one time made an off color joke at a barbecue when I was 14 years old. Should I be Uh reporting that to HR too? Yes.
1: You dumb bitch. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to report a tab, but let me know the company's phone number and I'll report it for you.
0: (laughs) I, and uh, it's the fact that nobody even thinks about it as censorship because that's what it is, right? They tell you, they tell you, you have to get, you have to get rid of 107 episodes of of your show, uh, you know, 100, 200 hours of your time, just bloop, like it never happened. And, uh, or you will be punished like that is uh that is exactly censorship and people people talk about how the first amendment is supposed to only apply to the government the government oh well you know mm-hmm. blah 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 private company yeah. but that wasn't the intention of the founders yes the first amendment only makes only requires that the government the government doesn't, doesn't do it doesn't make
2: any laws
0: abridging uh, freedom uh, yeah, yeah. but the idea was that That would help create a society where we value the freedom of speech above all things. The ability to speak your opinion, to self-express, to freely assemble, to worship your religion. Above all things, our society as a whole should be built on the idea that more important than, than any law is the idea that if someone says something and you don't like it, that you just say... Well, you're wrong, and you can have a debate, or you can just say you're wrong and walk away. Yep. You're not required to respond, and right. that has been corrupted over the years to be well. The you know we're we're outsourcing we're outsourcing censorship to Twitter and to your bi- these businesses, and that's why with the mask mandate stuff, you know the mask mandates are over everywhere pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. But there are still stores that are doing it, like Target's mm-hmm. still doing it. And they go, well, it's a private company. They can do what they want. It's like, yeah, but they knew this would happen. They they took away the de jure uh, enforcement mechanism of mandates and fines and whatnot, but they left in place the de facto mandate, which is this private company. And if the government's not going to fucking enforce it, the company shouldn't be allowed to enforce it either. Uh, We need a new Bill of Rights. And it needs to specifically say, like, this isn't just for the government, like... If you want to do business in this country, you have to also stand by these tenets of free speech, open to arms, open... Uh, we need to have the right to free commerce so that people can't, can't get their merchant accounts deleted for no reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, we And also the right to free commerce would would keep businesses from getting rid of their competition through censorious moves. You know... Yeah. Uh,
1: We used to have such a good society where we knew what politicians were. We understood all politicians were sleazy and scummy, but we dealt with them. We didn't trust big corporations. We valued small businesses, and we didn't give a shit about what are people doing in the personal lives, right? Now, all of a sudden, with the rise of social media, uh, we got a bunch of assholes who just love the government for some reason. They just absolutely love the government and think one side can do no wrong. For some reason, everybody just loves fucking big corporations now, like Amazon and Walmart, and they're all here to save our lives and all this other bullshit. Yet we're gonna go burn down a target for no reason. And you know, we we no longer value local communities and small businesses. And and because you know we need to to marginalize them, we call them racist or we call them exclusionary or some sort of bullshit. Like it's the weirdest fucking phenomenon I've ever seen in, in my 40 years on this planet, where this a group of people have just given over to the government to do exactly as they say, no questions asked. And they feel that their opinions are more important or their opinions matter and that their feelings are more important than any facts you can bring to them. And it's just the craziest shit we've gotten into. And I blame it all. I blame it all on social media. Been just giving, giving voice to the voiceless. The voiceless should have stayed silent, right? Yet- we used to be able to, to laugh at stupid people and now we have to take them seriously.
0: Back in the nineties, right. Mm-hmm. Pr- prior to social media and even before then, right. The way that, the way that this censorship worked the way the cancel mob worked was things like the parents television council yeah
3: yeah
0: the, yep. they would do these form letters and there were only I, I don't remember what the numbers were i want to say there were 5000 members of this Parents television council yeah it was,
2: it was some real low number
0: but they would send they would you know janet jackson's nipples revealed yep. on the super bowl just as an example and that gets 50000 letters go into congress because they just form letter this shit sign a different name put it in an envelope and send mail them and the the form letter what it did was then congress sees that and they go oh 50,000 we got 50,000 letters well that we must that must mean that there's that there's 50 million people that think this because mm-hmm. you know only 5% of yeah. people are going to actually write write us a letter when it's actually even a smaller fraction of a percentage mm-hmm uh we better do something about this and then they pass more and more restrictive laws yep. and that same mentality has taken place with social media but now yep. you can just signal boost like oh yeah this got uh this got 3000 retweets must be important let's go ahead and ban donald trump like why yeah i don't know i don't know what you did uh with your lost episodes but what i did personally was they're still on our website it's uploaded and i just scheduled it I, it's scheduled for release ten years after its original release date, <laughs> and mostly so. Like I know it's exactly ten years. Yeah. So if it, so if I ever get a phone call that's like, oh, by the way, this guest uh, lost that job, I can just go into the website immediately and change the the date from I don't know what it is, like two thousand twenty seven, I guess, probably back to two thousand seventeen, and hit publish, and boom, it'll be back yeah. in there like it was never gone. Because my my hope is that someday this all goes away, and
1: yeah, right now I have them turned off. Right, so you can if you're using Libsyn or whatever, you can just select what's on the feed. So I have them all turned off, and I had the website behind a coming soon sign, and so I'm I'm really waiting to see where the heat is dying down from. I know where the company is located, right? So I know. I, I can you can view how many downloads you're getting in each state. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I don't see for a couple of weeks any downloads in that state, I feel like the heat's off array and I can start turning them back on. Um, but I, I don't know when that's going to be. Um, I, I've turned the website back on. Expecting the episodes to not be available, but they're still available for some reason. So they're on the website. They're just not easily accessible. I might have to turn that off. It's all going to depend on whether Ray gets heat or not. Because I I don't want the guy to lose his job over a stupid podcast, right? No. Because he's got a he's got a family to take care of. He's got a house and he's got a life to live, right? Um. So I'll I'll do what I need to do to take care of my friend. But that we're even in this position to begin with is bullshit. Uh. Maybe in a couple months we can turn the episodes back on, or maybe they're just going to end up on my on our Patreon. Uh, for people to check out there, but you know, I I don't know yet. It's just so stupid. It is that it is really stupid. It's crazy that,
0: yeah, it's crazy that that is even qu- a question of, right? Uh, uh, I, oh man, the, you know, we used to say, we used to say when we were kids, like, sticks and stones, uh, uh, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me, right? And mm-hmm. kids don't even know that phrase anymore. No. <laughs> Because yeah. words are the most like powerful crushing thing we have in this world, and when someone says words you don't like, you you have to declare a fatwa against them. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's a hellscape. It's a hellscape. Someone says
2: words you don't like, you tell teacher on them.
0: That yeah, I I do think that schools have a lot to do with this because school from the age of five you get into kindergarten and you have this ultimate authority figure. You have it with your parents, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But you get into school and it's... Your parents... uh, It's kind of baked into you, Mm -hmm. right? Because I don't know if there's biology in there or what, or it's just the five years of nurturing that does it. But you... When you get into school, there's a stranger, right? And you're told the stranger's in charge of you. Mm -hmm. And the stranger has... Total control of your life. They tell yep. you what you're going to be doing. They tell you when you're going to eat. They tell you when you can leave. They tell you when you can use the bathroom. Use the bathroom. They have you by the balls. And then, if you're like me as a kid and you get in trouble a lot, you find out they have. There's a person above them that can uh-huh. like crack down on you even harder. Yep. And so, what it does, what I think it does, is it makes you need the authority figure. Yeah. Yeah. Until Mm you turn it, you turn eighteen. The whole time they tell you like you'll be adult, you can make your own decisions. But then you get out in the world, and now you are. And I, you see this. I see this a lot with the people being like, "I'm gonna, I'm adulting." I used to think my teachers were so smart, but then I realized like they were my age now. So how did they? Like, yeah, your teachers are fucking stupid. Yeah, (laughs) and but they need that idea of. So I can go to teacher when I have a problem and mm-hmm. they, they will solve it or fix it or tell me what to do. And so they, the natural course is for them to turn to government. And that's why people think, that's why people think, Oh, you're being followed by a woman at Ford Fiesta. You should just call the police. Like, yeah, that's great. Except I've had guns pulled on me in traffic. One, <laughs> They haven't been fired yet, <laughs> but I'm waiting for the day, Yeah, you know? I know I can I know it's coming cuz I know the way I drive and I know that I piss people off. Someone's going to okay. shoot at me one day. <laughs> it's coming. And, <laughs> and every time every time I had a gun pulled on me in in tra- traffic, I've called the police mm-hmm. and you know what's happened? Jack shit. Fuck nothing. Yeah. Like did you get his license plate? Yeah. Well, he's he's right here. Yeah, like, I will send someone out. Like you're not fucking sending anyone out. <laughs> Why don't you get one of those motorcycle cops? that's writing tickets to kind of cruise over here. You sons of bitches. Anyway, that's a great issue, and uh,
1: I'm really sorry this happened to you, Rim. It's bullshit. Ah, thanks, buddy. It's all right. We'll, we'll we'll keep going until I get bored, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's the
0: way. That's the way this show is too. Uh, once someday, uh, actually, probably the day that I move, my last day in Tulsa, we will probably record the last episode of the show. It would be my guess, and uh, oh yeah, and yeah. Whenever I move away, and so that'll be the last episode, and then I'll upload that to the feeds. And then my plan is to go into the Patreon and set all the posts to public, mm-hmm. and and then also repost them all on the website. Yeah, and uh, pay for the website hosting for ten years so that they just exist on the internet forever. Or for 10 years. <laughs> nice. I don't know when that'll be. Hopefully it'll be like after 500 episodes or something. That'd be cool. Anyway. Well, that brings us <laughs> to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for...
1: This episode is brought to you in part by the Riketa News Network. Definitely not fake
2: news.
0: Well, Tim, I got a news story for you today. Oh, do you? Yeah. I had to pull it up all earlier. A female army gunner in Canada reportedly fed her artillery unit
2: weed lace cupcakes. Oh, I did during hear about live this, fire and it made me think about something. <laughs> it reminded me of a, oh, of yeah? a similar incident.
0: Uh, this could have ended so much worse. A Canadian soldier is charged with feeding cannabis cupcakes to artillery unit during live fire exercise. A Canadian army gunner is facing more than <laughs> a dozen charges. Mm-hmm after she allegedly served cannabis lace cupcakes to her unsuspecting artillery unit during a live fire exercise. How many times are I going to say that in this article? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> bombardier Chelsea Cogswell, a Canadian soldier who has served in an artillery unit. So, no, i kidding. <laughs> 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 who served in the military since 2011, allegedly served the Mary Jane cakes to her fellow soldiers before <laughs> a live fire exercise. Start just start hitting the bell. Every time <laughs> I say that, uh, In New Brunswick back in 2018. Wow, it took him three years to charge this bitch. Cogswell was apparently in charge of the grub that day and decided to offer the cupcakes to her entire unit before they went and fired massive guns long distances. This sounds awesome. This sounds awesome. (laughs) All the members of W Battery who consumed the cupcakes except one. Uh (laughs) Uh, That guy. (laughs) That guy knows itself. That that
2: shit wasn't strong enough for him. (laughs) Allegedly
0: experienced symptoms which included dehydration, overheating, fatigue, confusion, dry mouth, and paranoia, said court documents.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> like I said, this could have gone so much worse. Can you imagine a bunch of stoned out of their mind, paranoid soldiers firing howitzers willy-nilly? Coxwell is facing 18 charges at court martial, and the funniest thing is the charges it are administering a noxious substance. She has not responded publicly to the charges or explained if she made or bought the lace treats. A government spokeswoman said the first is the first time someone's facing a court martial for giving weed to fellow soldiers. Without their consent, so if she had been like, "Hey, everybody, Uh you want some weed cupcakes?" and they all said yes, that would have been totally Totally fine. fine. Just fucking firing shit, staring at their hands. Uh (laughs) Uh, Which makes me wonder how many are dishing out marijuana to their fellow soldiers with their consent. Oh well, even if Canadian soldiers are getting baked on a regular new on a regular basis, at least they'll still be more operationally ready than America's new woke army.
2: I like the quote-unquote
1: fatigue.
2: Yeah. Fatigue, a.k.a. Man, we should get some Taco Bell. And they all got really hungry. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I like they called it a noxious substance.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Was it you that told me that someone did this to their coworkers? Or was that someone else? It might have been me. I don't know. What was Uh, the story? I I think it was... uh, It has to have been you. Uh, Someone gave... All their co workers. Oh, no,
0: no, no. It was rum cake. Someone brought in these little rum cake samples and we all got really drunk. No, I think day. it
2: was, no, it was that. I think these were supposed to be gummies, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. I think someone ate someone's gummies thinking they were just gummy bears and yeah. they were not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do know someone that that happened to. Yeah. Anyway, God, how many the Tim, hell? what news do you have?
3: <laughs> uh well,
2: our first newer news story comes from Hollywood. You remember uh Kevin Spacey? Oh, I do remember Kevin Spacey. He's well, chosen to live his life as a gay man. He, well, uh he's coming back in a movie. Oh good. Uh is it a biopic? You might call it that. Uh he's it's a movie. What's the name of the movie? Doesn't have a name yet. Um, but it's a movie. About uh, about an accused pedophile. <laughs> uh, a little too on the nose, there, Kevin. A little too on the nose, but it's it's totally okay because he's playing the detective investigating it. Oh yeah. Uh huh. The pedophile coming from inside
3: the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh no.
2: You 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 think though, like right? Of all the movies
0: right Kevin's your agent, I've got a movie for you. It's about a pedophile. I'm in. but, um <laughs> uh, I didn't
1: tell you what it was. I didn't
0: tell you anything <laughs> else about it. Like, oh no, no I'm one hundred percent
2: in. That means there's gonna it's be cool. kids on the set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or at least a midget. Like in like in, in uh in Bruges. Yeah. Um or like in Terror of Tiny Town. <laughs> yeah. Uh our next news story comes to us um. From the EU. Uh, do you, you know who Banksy is, right?
0: Yeah, he makes art.
2: Yeah, Banksy makes quote unquote art. Uh, <laughs> Tim has not been Banksy makes art. <laughs> I didn't say that.
0: You said quote unquote, which means you don't think it is what he said. Well, saying. I was
2: quoting from court documents. Um uh Banksy has been filing has been fighting a uh, a court case against um the European Union Intellectual Property Office, um, they're deciding on on a specific trademark of a of a piece he did. It's called uh, the piece is called um, "Laugh Now." It's one of his most famous images. It's a uh, it's a monkey, and he's wearing like one of those sandwich boards, uh-huh. and it says "Laugh Now," but one day will be in charge. Um, art. Uh <laughs> well uh a there was a company called Full Color Black Limited. They're a greeting card company that's that specifically sells uh greeting cards with street art on them. And of course uh they used um this uh laugh now uh art piece and Banksy said, No, you can't do that, that's my art. Unfortunately, uh, his own words came back to bite him because uh, during the, uh, during the <laughs> decision, they said, uh, this is the full color black, the company, they claimed that the art is a work of graffiti sprayed in a public space, first of all. And that it was free to be photographed by the general public and has been disseminated widely. Banksy even permitted parties to disseminate his work and even provided high-resolution versions of said work on his <laughs> website oh. and invited the public to download them and produce their own items. Oh <laughs> uh, no! Furthermore, <laughs> in his 2007 book *Wall and Peace*, Banksy said, "Quote: Copyright is for losers." <laughs> <laughs> And uh so uh they ruled against Macy. Yeah, what a loser. <laughs> uh, man, can you imagine that? Uh your own words coming back to bite you in the ass? Yeah, that's why you shouldn't say stupid things like that. Yeah, or why yeah. you shouldn't why why you should like I'm have sure- like a steadfast hold on your morals. I'm, well,
0: I'm no. I'm sure that uh, he really thought that when his art was fucking in 2007. Worthless. Yeah. yeah, but now he's a big famous guy, and he's like, oh, I'm fucking, I, these people making yep. money on my art. I could be making money on my art. I could sell my art and then destroy it inside the gallery. <laughs> oh.
1: Turns out, graffiti artists maybe not the brightest bulbs in the bunch.
2: Yeah. Well, we've got one last news story. This one comes from the NFL. This is not your typical NFL news story.
0: Uh, so uh, this is not about a player.
2: This is about um, a former offensive lineman and assistant coach Eugene Chung. Uh, during this NFL offseason, he was interviewing for a coaching for a new coaching job in the NFL, and he was they told found out
0: about his podcast. <aimefoch> well, he was
2: no. <laughs> he was told during the interview that he was quote not the right kind of minority. He's a, Kore- he's of Korean descent. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, oh. They said to me, he, this was his quote. It was said to me, quote, well, you're really not a minority. <laughs> <laughs> I said, wait a minute. The last time I checked, I looked in the mirror and br- when I looked in the mirror and brushed my teeth, I was a minority. Um, he then pressed the interviewer to explain further. And they said, quote, not the right minority that we're looking for. Uh, he said, I asked about it. And as soon as the backtracking started, I said, Oh no, 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 no. You said it, it's out there. You're going to let me talk about it.
0: Um, wow, this is uh. that guy's going to get a hundred thousand dollars settlement.
2: Um, I hope so. I mean, can you, I mean, yes, Tim, I can. That's, that's the thing is I can't imagine we're, we're at this place now.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I've told the story about the job listing that I was sent where it was like, uh, Black people, black indigenous people preferred Then uh, it was, it was like a ranking. Uh, it was like a ranking. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it just kept going and kept going and kept going. And it was, I think it was, I think it was like black indigenous, uh, people, um, tr- women, trans people. Or I think other minorities might've been there. I I guess it was BIPOC black indigenous people of color, mm-hmm. Um trans women and then and the, that that was the list mm-hmm. preferred in that order. And I thought, so white guys, that's a no. Yeah. I I think there was a gay thing too. I think it was like maybe I think maybe that was above after trans maybe it was LGBTQ just
2: At this point, make it a point system.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> Tim, Tim, I wrote, the, I wrote that in the alphabet of socially conscious. Oh, really? Worldly. Yeah. Really? I talked about, I had diversity points, and I gave a whole chart about how you get diversity yeah. points, and someone was more div- Yeah. It was a joke. It was a joke. I'm, yeah, that's where we are. That's where we are. I did not Have get guys- that job, by the way.
1: <laughs> Have you guys ever met? Uh, a, a person, in this instance, a, a white dude who was so woke, he was willing to give up his job to give it to a person of color just so they could have a chance. No. No? I, I met this guy once back in, um, when I was doing a World of Warcraft podcast. Uh, he was a writer for a, for a World of Warcraft website. And I got into an argument with him on Twitter, of course, and he was telling me how he, you know, he believed in diversity so much that he would give up his job to give to somebody else because it'd be, it would be so easy for him to find another job somewhere else. I'm like, you know what? That's, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's the right way of thinking. Like would, would a person of color want your job that you gave up as a charity to them or rather earn it themselves? Like I don't, and those who are proclaim themselves as such so, so woke is so anti-racist and, and just the blatant racism they show and in, in things like what you just said tab yeah, it's the racism of <laughs> low a,
0: expectations.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah it, soft and it's, it's astounding, and, and the whole thing in the NFL where if you're interviewing for for a coaching job, you have to interview a minority. Like, what kind of shit is that? That's that's racism in itself. That you, you're forcing them to interview a minority just because. I, I mean, well, that's I don't. That's what Martin Luther
0: King wanted. He <laughs> he wanted us to be yeah. judged by our diversity points mm-hmm. and not by you know what we're good at and what like what's yes. in our hearts.
1: I remember those speeches. You know, judge only by the color of your skin, not by what's inside your heart. Or your
0: you genitals or you? who you sleep with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Was <laughs> that the last news story, Tim? That is our news for the week. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that t- that, this
1: has been...
4: The Ricada News Network. Definitely
1: not fake news.
0: Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, Tim. But you know what it doesn't take care of? What? Producing some Banksy Art HWIDG <laughs> merchandise. Get fucked, you street artist! If you want to help us with that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for. Here's what I don't get. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode plus our monthly mini sods at the end of the month. We have our $2 tier, we throw the random bits and bobs. We do little bonus commentaries or movie reviews or what have you. We have our $5 tier. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about It's great. I still need to release episode 56, bonus episode 56. I'll probably try and do that tonight. Uh, I forgot about it this weekend. Then we have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. We sit down and watch it. You vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and watch it and record a feature-length commentary. Uh, this month we did Master and Commander, which was great. And so far for June... We only have two suggestions, but I think a reminder post goes out later this week. So far, premium rush in the 51st state. So keep an eye out for that voting coming soon. And then finally have our $50 spite producer tier where you, the spite producer, has a say in the show. You get to demand the stuff from us. You can ask for special bonus content. Yep. You could just you get to decide where it goes. You can say, I want fifty dollar tier bonus content only for fifty dollar. Fuck all those poor people. Yeah. You can say I want it to go to the, the whole world. You can say I, I just I don't even want the fifty dollar guys to get him. Fuck those guys. Just me. Just, no no no. Well, I could do just you, <laughs> yeah. Just the five dollar guys. Two dollar two dollar, no. Ten dollar yeah. no. Yeah. Five dollar guys. Middle class. Middle, middle class. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm supporting the middle class here. <laughs> Uh, you could ask for guests. We've got a request for Sean, the audio engineer from The Dick Show, which I am hopefully will get him after he finishes driving across the country to uh, he's he's going he's going door to door trying to spread the gospel of ass farming. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so. I don't I, th- I think that'll probably take him at least a couple of weeks oh, know, yeah. to, oh, yeah. he's got he's got to go to three hundred twenty seven million well you, the,
2: the flyover states that's I mean that's key farming territory
0: uh, it is, that is key ass farm territory <laughs> and so he's really trying to get if he can get a co-op of ass farmers together, they can get more government subsidies. so that's yep. what he's trying to do anyway uh, that's that's one of the requests we've had we've had on we had on a, a huge string of guests recently yep. uh, people requested as spike producers. We've been doing bonus movie commentaries. We're doing Leon the Professional later today, the extended edition. Um, And it's been, we really appreciate everybody who supports the show. At all the levels, you make the show possible. That's why we keep doing it. So, and that's why we're, when they, when uh, Tim's job tells me we have to delete the episodes, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Uh, Fire that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, well, let's get back into some issues. And here's the final issue this week. Here's what I don't get. Planet Manlet. Mm-hmm. I'm six foot two. Yep. Uh, I now weigh 236 pounds as of this morning, which is uh, 28 pounds down from uh, last week's. Nice. Or from the beginning of the contest. Yeah. 27, 27 28, 27 pounds down, I guess. Uh, killing it. I am killing this contest. Anyway.
1: Great job, man.
0: Thank you. Nothing in my life is the right size. It's hard to find pants that fit. Yep. It's hard to find like jackets and coats. None of my all my jackets they end like they end way short of the wrist. It's a real pain in the Mm -hmm. ass. And cars aren't made for people over six. uh, You know, the average male height in this country is five foot nine. Yeah, actually, I think that's worldwide. I think the average height in America is five eight. Uh, i see the five, eight or five, nine and things are made for the average height heighted man, not for the average. And it's probably even worse cause it's probably like somewhere in between the average height
2: of a man and a and woman, woman. Yeah. to kind of be gender inclusive. So, so that the average height man is just there. Like the very, his, his head's almost hitting the top of that yeah. ceiling. Yeah.
0: I, I, for a long, long time, I thought that I was, I didn't think I was tall. I thought I was just, just above average. Yeah. Cause I was under the impression for a for years that the average male height was six feet. I thought that's where we all yeah, were. Yeah. And then I found out a couple of years ago that the average male height was a five eight, And I was like, I'm six feet taller or six inches taller than the average. I guess that puts me into the tall, definitely into the tall category. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, flying on planes is miserable, but the thing that really got me was this weekend. was, So, Trucker to tucking, he, he's, he wanted to get some new furniture. Yeah. And he was workshopping how to do it. And he thought, well, instead of getting like a sofa, I'm just going to get like some recliners, yeah. some big chairs. So, we go to the, he's like, why, why don't you guys come? You guys are the only people who really come and hang <laughs> out and we yeah. just find some decent chairs. And I was like, sounds good. So we go around looking at recliners, and I, I forgot why I hate recliners. I hate recliners because I'm six foot two, and recliners are made for people that are five foot nine, five mm-hmm. foot eight. So I when I activate the recliner, my halfway down my shins, my feet are just dangling, dangling. off the yeah. edge. And there were there was one, I think we found one where when I lifted up the feet, my ankles were at the line instead of my shins. Mm-hmm. And my feet are just dangling there it's very uncomfortable not so i have to like sit kind of squatted it's why i hate those fucking recliners at the movie theaters yeah i don't like my feet dangling i hate that's why i hate sitting in bar stools i don't like my feet dangling i want my feet to sit firmly on the floor so that i can stand up if i wanted to i don't want people getting in and out of my car without risking jamming my just ramming my knee into the mm-hmm. side of something I'm tired of this world that's made for small men. Small men can get fucking stools. Tall men can't get shorter, right? Yeah. Oh, this cabinet's too high. Like the cabinets in this kitchen, right? There's a foot of space between the top of the cabinets and the ceiling. Yeah. For no reason no nope. they didn't put any fucking lights up there they just have a gap because well if we have cabinets that go to nine feet no one will be able to get in that top shelf then they won't fucking store anything there
3: <laughs> and
0: the, when tall people move in they can have a lot more fucking storage space or they could get a goddamn step stool i know they exist i see them at the fucking store all the time and i think who could possibly need that a midget the answer is yes, because everyone out there's a fucking manlet. Everyone's some little fucking shrimpy dude who get cast a who can't bear the emasculation of having to pull yeah. out a step stool to get his crockpot out that he uses once a fucking year mm-hmm. for his Super Bowl little smokies.
3: <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, me hitting my head on fucking everything in the world. Uh. I the girl that I dated in high school, they their house was it was a two story house, but for whatever like this. The second story, the doors were all low.
2: Uh huh.
0: So the door out of the like upstairs TV room was below my height. I think it was yeah. at five foot 10.
2: It's below my height. <laughs> so
0: to walk under it, I either had to stoop down or eventually I developed this muscle memory where I would start stooping a certain distance away uh-huh. from it so then I wouldn't hit my head. Yeah. But every so often, like my pay, my stride would be just off, mm-hmm. and I I one I remember one time I was I, st- I had started the stoop down, so I'm looking down at a forty five degree angle, but I had started too late. Oh no! So, so I just rammed the top of my head into the yeah into the trim around this thing, and uh, I, most people probably don't know this because it doesn't happen to them a lot. But if you get hit in the head, if you're walking and your head hits something. You, the bo- the way your body saves your neck, is by just falling down. Huh? It's like a mechanism because I've seen it happen. It's happened to me. It's happened, yeah, many was, times, and I've seen it happen to other people uh, too. If your body, if your head hits something with too much resistance, it assumes you're dying, and your body just, your legs just go, nope, and you just fall down.
2: That happened to me when, <laughs> when we were in high school. I was on uh, stage left. The um. Uh, the audio inputs on stage left. Mm-hmm. I was plugging, or unplugging something, and I don't even remember. It had like a, it was like an alcove, uh-huh. and I I remember like getting up and hitting the back of my head on that, and then falling down, crumpling down. Yeah.
0: yeah, I remember like moving. Anytime I move in and yeah. out of a place, I have to put if they if they have hanging chandeliers, right? Yeah, of any kind. Oh, because a lot of times those hang
2: in. Low. My my aunt had two chandeliers in her kitchen. And so
0: I would. Hit my them. solution to those usually long term. The house that I lived in, in North Carolina had this. Uh, my solution was to get an S hook and pick up the bottom of the chandelier and uh-huh. hook it directly to the top. Yeah. So they just have this loop of chain. Yeah. But when we're moving in, this thing is right at face level for mm-hmm. just above just above eye level, and I hit it. Fucking just bam fall yeah. down. It's miserable. The world is made
2: for these small men. Yeah, I remember sitting down in a recliner. Oh, God, it was hilarious. (laughs) You really, you said, like, you look like you, uh, would
0: you say? I said, uh, you look like you, like, ate the family that lives here. Yeah. Because he's sitting in these, Tim is sitting, you're you're six feet tall. Yeah, yeah. Tim is sitting in these recliners, and he looks like these recliners are made for a small boy. (laughs) Like the ones we actually saw at big, yeah. And, yeah. The, and his, yeah, because then we saw little kid chairs. Yeah. Because his head is well above the back of the headrest. Uh-huh. And his his legs are longer than the, the base yeah. of it. And his arms are longer than the armrest. <laughs> so he looked, I mean, we looked like mutants. I felt like a mutant all day. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Until so we went to that one furniture store and I sat down on a sofa and I was like, mm-hmm. this is incredible. It's <laughs> high enough off the ground to sit on like a human being. I'm buying those when I move. That's, yep. That is the sofa I'm buying. So all my? I have to put my furniture on risers to be yep. comfortable. I had to get a special bed platform so my bed's far enough off the ground. I have to. I have to consciously measure the side, the opening of doorways. Yeah, because every so, in most doorways are like uh, I think they're six foot six or six mm-hmm. foot seven. That's the standard opening. But every so often, you get a goofy one.
2: Yep. And you go,
0: uh, uh
2: <laughs> Am I gonna fit through that? It's easily? like the YouTube channel of that bridge. Yeah, the eleven foot eight bridge. Eleven foot eight bridge.
0: I I just I just want to take all the manlets and make them wear platform shoes. Pisses me off. And it, it also pisses me off because uh there's such a vanity about it. Like short guys don't like feeling short, and I'm sure that plays into it too. Yeah. That's why countertop heights are, you know, like I have to hunch at a counter. Yes, I want a countertop that's like just below my chest level, mm-hmm. so that I can stand level, my arms bent, not, a,
2: and not where you're gonna—you're actually gonna slice your dick open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stand on my arms at a 45 <laughs> degree
0: angle to to work on things. Ah, uh, just aggravating. Like these benches. That bench right there behind you mm-hmm. lifts. This bench lifts. My sofas usually lifts. Why? Why is the world like this? I have to go to
1: big and tall stores sometimes. Uh, Oh yeah, same. I was. uh, You have to go to big and tall at six feet too. Really? Yeah, Yeah. because because I have I have excessively long arms. Oh okay. Yes. Yeah. As as a man of of five foot ten, I uh, I don't face any of these problems. uh, Well, even me, I I feel for you.
2: I'm six foot and some clothes. Like you know, I'll get an XL. And it fits fine, but then you raise your arms up and you look like winning the poo.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. The, the large versus extra large is uh, is kind of a pain in the ass uh, at, at this size. <laughs> Hello? Hey.
2: Tim has a caller. Hello? Nope.
0: Nope. Yeah. That's a bummer. Occasionally we get some oh. good
2: calls during the show.
0: Yeah. But. L- lately lately they they hang up real quick yeah not always though yeah I like I used to feel bad for the manlets but I feel like they're making the world a worse place because like airplanes yeah it's a that's a great example of it I was talking with um I don't remember who I was talking to we were talking about flying and talking about who we flew with and I was like I like Southwest because at least with Southwest there's a chance that I can get exit row
3: mm-hmm.
0: exit row or bulkhead basically the only way that i can fly comfortably because otherwise my knees are jammed into literally i'm i'm yeah. wedged into the seat and then the person in front of me is like yeah i definitely need that one inch of rec- reclination in here yeah. i don't think that's the
2: i think that's i mean sure, that's a good whatever word. uh it's and they're narrow the seats are narrow
0: yeah the narrow well like the brady god that place yeah the Brady. oh the seats of the brady are horrible yeah hardwood they're narrow they're narrow and they're close together yes yeah oh
1: see tab don't don't feel bad for the manlets because this is what we've been talking about all episode is catering the world everybody's feelings and their own little issues like fuck you and your issues if you're short you're short fucking deal with it same as if being offended if you're offended go listen to something else go no, fuck yourself it's better for the group is how we're going to survive as a as a, as a society
0: yeah i guess <laughs> so my, the funny thing is, so my my friend, a uh, friend of mine, is uh, I think he's like five foot seven, mm-hmm. real thin, short guy, and he bought a Victorian era house that has twelve foot ceilings. Whoa! His house is incredible. It's, a, it's <laughs> gorgeous. He, they're in the process of restoring it, it has it has a, the original wallpaper with the velvet on it. Velvet? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, Holy moly! <laughs> it's, a, it's an amazing house. Anyway, I walk into his house with nine foot doorways uh-huh. and I'm just like, this is the way man was meant to live. Yep. Not this fucking ranch style, <laughs> squatty bullshit housing. Build up, make it taller. Yeah. You have more space. You have to heat in the winter and yeah, you have more space. You have to cool in the summer, but fuck it. I'll take anything <laughs> over this bullshit being, uh, fucking just I'm tired just tired of my hitting my head on things.
2: You know, there's the joke of like how's the weather up there? Yeah. And I've got i I've got to think like that that has to be that has to be a real thing. I I have a I have a feeling that there is an there is a statistically uh measurable difference in temperature between tall people and short people in the air. <laughs> and that's why all the Hollywood stars are manlets. Mm. Cause they live out in in Hollywood in L.A. Yeah. where it's hot all the time.
0: Yeah, that's another thing is that like all of our action stars are manlets, but they they pretend to be big. Mm-hmm. They build sets like small so they look big. Yeah. Now, fuck Apple you. boxes. Apple boxes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I hate I, I. I just what's, what's a what's a manlet? What's uh, is it five nine and below?
0: I think it's anything below average. Okay. It's technically a manlet. But really yeah. manlet's a state of mind. Yeah. To yeah. me, to me, a guy who's five ten, for instance, let's say, mm-hmm. and puts wedges in his shoes, that's a manlet. Oh yeah. Yeah. The yeah. CEO of my old company, I I yeah. realized one day he was wearing wedges and I'm like, he's and not I've seen I've seen guys that have wedges where they just add like a half inch. Mm-hmm. This, he was obviously wearing like at least an inch and a half. And then, and then and he has hip problems. I'm like, well, no fucking wonder you have hip problems. You're walking around in high heels all yeah. your fucking life <laughs> <laughs> because your vanity thinks that you need to be taller. And even then you walk into a room, you walk into a room where everybody in the room is considerably taller than you yeah. still. Yeah. Just accept it, man. You're short. Live with it. You can do things those guys can't. Yeah, like get a fucking step stool to get to the kitchen sink <laughs> instead of me having to stoop down.
2: No, you don't want to live with someone that has to use a step stool. Why? Because they leave it out, and you're in, in, and you're tripping on it, and you're tripping on it, and kicking it all the time, and it sucks.
0: I actually, it's I nice actually changing
1: light bulbs, but
0: I thought about this Tim because I was I was thinking about this this issue during the week. Yeah, and I want to build a house. I've, my dream has always been for a long time to have my own home built. Yeah. It's custom for custom, me and has yeah. everything that I want and nothing, you know, nothing left that that I don't that yeah. I don't. Anyway, and I was thinking about it and I want high countertops. I want like awkwardly high countertops, mm-hmm. right? But then I'm thinking, well, you know, if you if you have a girlfriend or you get married and, or you have kids, you know, you can't have. I can't have you know four and a half foot countertops. Yeah, kids will never be able to get in there. And, I, and then I then I I had my thought. I'm gonna share with you now okay are are you excited about this maybe I'm trying to build the suspense (laughs) when I build this house yeah I'm going to the bottom cabinets because here's the other thing that I hate about being tall the shit on the bottom cabinet also hard to get to yes right so the bottom shelf of the bottom cabinet sucks Uh but the the top shelf not so bad and you just lean over right so what if you got rid of that bottom shelf area and you came in and you built a step stool into the cabinets that just pulls out like a drawer huh. on little casters. So that pulls yeah. out and kind of locks into place, and you step up on it, and now your tab height and everything is accessible.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And <laughs> and then, bam, there you go. And then there's no leaving it out because then you just pull it and put pop it back in. Yeah. So that's my solution to the step stool problem is that... You would just have the step tool built in everywhere that needs it. And really the, the kitchen I think is the most important spot. Yeah. Like bathroom doesn't matter. Yeah. Bedroom doesn't matter. Yeah, it's the kitchen. It's the kitchen. Yeah. That you need that people need to be able to access it. But I I want it I want the maximum convenience and I want everyone else to be inconvenienced.
1: So that's my plan. As it should. I like it.
0: And then maybe the the upper cabinets will be on on uh pneumatic things so you can pull them lower and open them up and See, pull that's the shit out dope. and push yeah. them back up yeah like the uh, like the, the fruit and vegetable tray and back to feature part 2 that comes out of the ceiling above the kitchen yes. table yes yeah <laughs> like that's, uh, where, where are the
2: cabinets they're all in the ceiling as you rehydrate a pizza but not just any pizza they it rehydrate like green bell a, peppers and pepperoni it was just was it was it pepperoni also i think so I only recall just the giant hunks of green pepper.
0: Yeah, you don't do you not like green pepper on your pizza?
2: I love it, but I I the person that orders a pizza that is just green peppers is a monster. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I love that's psycho
2: that's a psychopath pizza order. Oh, I see. I like uh yeah it's it's no green- supreme is my favorite pizza green peppers
0: and pepperoni. Uh, it's half
2: and half. Yeah, half so and only half. half half of the family is. A, psychopath,
0: psychopath yeah. yeah i love i love the little like hockey puck that it i love the concept oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah. you Same. peel open this little hockey puck and put it in there and it blew and yeah. you have a piece it would be awesome anyway that's my issue plant manlet i want i want to start a commune where only people that are over 6 feet tall are allowed to live and and i will be the short man there mm-hmm. and it'll be great
1: well you'll be in court because of your exclusionary practices now cuz they have Midgetown.
0: <laughs> There's a city. There's a city where only midgets live, and yeah. everything's midget sized. Oh no, shit! Right? Yeah, and and tall people are not allowed to live there, so that oh my they don't God. get messed with. And I, my other plan is to go move there and take over and become their king. <laughs> <laughs> I rule you now, and this is now called Munchkinland. You must all learn to sing.
1: You grab one, use it as your weapon, and beat the others with it.
0: <laughs> all the roads shall be replaced with yellow bricks. <laughs> North, south, yellow bricks. East, west, red bricks. Because mm-hmm. there's a red brick road, Tim, too. Did mm. you see that? And it's all swirling yeah. around. One goes one way and one goes the other way. Where's the red brick road, Tim? Go, go Tim.
2: Hell. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, well, that's that's it. That's our episode this week. Uh, Rem, why don't you plug your show again so everyone can find it?
1: Gladly. Thank you very much for having me on, gentlemen. I really do appreciate you letting me let me come here and yell uh, but it's richdickman.com. Uh, that's the website. It's up currently. Uh, but it's the Rich Dickman Show on all your major podcast apps everywhere. You can find it um, on Twitter at Rich Dickman Show. And of course, I am at uh, Rem Dickman. I always use my real name. Uh, and that is my real name. So if you want to dox me, go ahead. It's Rem Dickman. Um, and what's, that, what, what's the
0: company you work for again? What's their address and
1: phone number for anybody who wants to complain? That'll be on your Patreon, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we 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 do the show every week. We release on Saturday mornings, and the Rich Stickman show. We're just we bring people together, and I just love talking to people and learning about what's going on. We talk about the normal bullshit of life and what's happening, all the all the funny stories that involve. And uh, there is a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Rich Stickman. I've got a lot of my old stuff from back in the day on there, plus videos and other little bonus things that we do here and there. So, um, to appreciate your support, and if you're a person who thinks that uh, opinions are more important than anything else and that you think uh, that canceling somebody because you don't agree with them is a good idea uh you can absolutely get fucked and uh, you're you're terrible terrible for thinking that but again thank you go ahead
0: you should get the hr lady on your show maybe that would be great yeah right and then and then ray can cancel her Mm -hmm.
1: yeah oh that'd be i wonder so i have to workshop that one.
2: You get the HR lady on, and then you like cut up and edit a bunch of what she said to make it sound like she says really terrible stuff. Like I'm like I'm going to go shoot up the office tomorrow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I love the white ethno state.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I assume that she's an old dried up cunt, so I'm going to use our sexy Australian guy. He's a listener, and uh, maybe we'll get him to lure her onto the show because you can't resist a male Australian no matter how dried up of a cunt you are
0: yeah uh yeah. i can resist a male australian Oh yeah you're not but a dried up cunt that's, though that is true i'm not a dried yeah. up cunt not yet <laughs> not yet <laughs> maybe someday yeah I and mean, if i if i work real hard and i i uh it's attainable down, yeah yeah check out the it. rich dickman show give them a give them some downloads and uh listen to them and then and then give them a bunch of money so that Ray can quit his job and yeah like, like, put these episodes back on.
1: We need that fuck off money. Yep. Yeah. Well, fuck you fuck me money. And yeah.
0: and <laughs> actually what I I wanna I wanna like take all of your episodes and print them and like have them I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how I'd make this work. I wanna like record them onto cassettes and put them in a mini cassette player. That's in a box, right? Uh-huh. And it's rigged yeah. so when you open up the box, the episode starts playing yeah. and just mail them to that HR lady. She's like, What's this? And opens it up and says, like, Welcome to the Rich Dickman Show. Like, God damn it. No! Like, now you're forced to listen, bitch. We got you. We
2: got you on the ropes.
1: <laughs> Until she. Yeah, uh,
2: this table self destruct in five. Four.
0: Yeah, that would be good. Well, thank you everybody for listening this week. Uh, thanks for supporting the show all of our patrons until next time i've been tab burt i'm tim the handle breaker
1: i'm rim dickman catch you guys next week see ya (laughs) i didn't know if i was supposed to say something i'm sorry
0: (laughs) damn it If you want to call in you Heroes of God headline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can leave us a voicemail on the Discord in the Discord uh, uh, voicemail upload channel. Rem, uh, do you have time to stick around and listen to some voicemails with us? Oh, did he say he had a phone call? I think so. Well, then instead of that, I will pull up some comments that I meant to read last week. You know what? It would help if I type that into the right fucking keyboard that's in front of me. Uh yeah, we've got some voicemails. Let me pull up the notification tray. I wonder if anybody's tried the uh the grilling method yet. Uh let's see. So the dead helm episode. So I I've, i missed these for actually quite a while. Episode 232, the one with dead helm. Zach. Hey, we are uh we're gonna do some voicemails and I got some comments. Uh Zach commented and said, I agree with that one spite producer, 28 seconds is the perfect amount of dead helm. <laughs> on or off voicemail. Oh. Uh, on the steak grilling method video,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Matt from Minnesota, who commissioned that video, commented and said, You guys went above and beyond on this. Watching Tab cut through those beautiful steaks was so satisfying. I really hope you guys enjoyed making this. You put in way more work than I was expecting. This is Real the marks, voicemail track. I'm sorry. Those <laughs> were those were some good steaks. That was enjoyable. Yeah. That's the most steak Very I've enjoyable. ever cooked at one go. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of makes me want. Uh, Zach commented on episode 233 and said, You don't just dump 50 pounds in one weekend that's a quote that I said yeah <laughs> tabbed didn't you allegedly lose 60 pounds last week and I said I replied to him and said I lost 50 pounds the first week of the weight loss contest through cutting and guile because <laughs> 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 I loaded my jacket with ammunition so I put yeah. on about 47 extra pounds but I've lost 27 28 pound 28 uh real poundage yeah. so far so doing pretty good on that Zach commented on oh, yeah, the episode. But- He's commented a lot. Uh, episode 234. If you have Sejuan as a guest, ask him for his issue to be the YouTube generation. Was that his... Was that? I think that might have been his problem on The Biggest Problem. Uh, uh, Dolzer. Commented on the steak video and said, "Thanks for this video, guys. Been looking forward to this one for months. That was a lot of steak. I have faith that it was all eaten. It was. It, it was. was all. It eaten. was. Yeah. Uh, I we was, ate we ate a ton of it. That but there, night. there was a
2: lot of people there.
0: There were a lot of people there, and there was still a bunch of leftovers which I ate off and on uh-huh. for a couple of days. And you, then, don't, you
2: don't you know cook a steak and not eat it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> one of my favorite things to do lately with so is." We I diced it to yeah. serve. So we weren't dealing with knives because we, we had a ton of people. Mm-hmm. So we just had bowls with different cuts of steak all diced up. Yeah, and then, and then you had one from each different one. And just like shovel it onto your bowl and eat it. But one of the ways I like about serving steak that way is that I don't eat as much. Uh-huh. And then I put the leftovers in the fridge. And a couple days later, I'll pull them out. I'll slice them even thinner while they're cold. Yeah, Throw them in a skillet just to warm them up. And then I'll make a quesadilla with those little now slivers mm-hmm. of steak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit's good. Because you don't want
2: a big old cube.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Nice, a nice little sliver laid in there with cheese, uh, a little little bit more. Um, I put pepper, a little bit pe- pepper or cumin in there to spice it up, make it a little yeah. more Mexican-y. Just nice and cheesy and gooey, so good. All right, let's get into these voicemails.
4: Hey, John Lovitz. Hey, Bubbles, how you doing? This is Mike from Utah. Hey, I'm just calling uh, to leave a message for this dead helm guy. Um, I don't know who he is or what he's all about, but uh, what I don't get is why he doesn't get on the fucking mic. <laughs> anyway,
0: call me back. Uh, that's good stuff. Oh, I, speaking of speaking of get on the fucking mic. Uh
2: huh.
4: Oh no. Hey, it's drunk guy again, and um. <laughs> Yeah, I was catching up on some old episodes. Yeah, and uh, moving to different—you moving to a different state—and Todd cited all that. Not- oh,
2: drunk guy dropped his phone.
4: Being there is. Kind of awkward on my previous voicemail (laughs) that I was catching up and I didn't know he was no longer um, a weekly participant. However, I would like to transfer all of my um, current vitriol of someone who can't get on the mic to a voicemailer who spreads his cancer through about six different. Oh, I know this is <laughs> I've heard him on The Dick Show. I've heard him on Here's But I Don't Get. And now I can't figure out the other stuff that I heard him on, but he's been there. Um, There's even a voicemailer who commented on stop spreading your cancer around different shows Um, I want to say I want to scream get on the fucking mic blah, blah 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 and I want to be very very clear here only my vitriol from Todd's And he's dead. He died. He died. Uh,
0: oh, no. F in the chat, boys.
4: And that's why I'm transferring all <laughs> of that to Deadhelm. Because Deadhelm somehow, by the way, has not. He sounds better in voicemail in person. He sounds better in voicemail than in person. How the fuck that happened? I don't know.
2: Oh boy, do we have an episode for you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that might be, well, I don't know. Maybe he hasn't gotten there
4: yet.
2: I don't think he is. I I I think I've heard him on
0: WATP.
4: Then Miss McMurray says. (laughs) Oh, he's still going.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Rem, does Dead Helm call into your show?
1: Uh, no, I, I don't believe he does. Uh no, actually I know he doesn't. No. Uh, he used to call into uh, another show and they kicked his ass out of that show. So uh, I don't I haven't heard of Dud Helm in several months. <laughs> Aside from your show. Well,
0: he's a he's a fan favorite. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, you can tell.
0: <laughs> all right. There's another one.
4: Uh, Deadhelm here. Um, fucking
0: speak of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Are these gonna be all Deadhelm related voicemails. Maybe
4: <laughs> the Queen Alliance Lions. That cliffhanger song has been in my head my entire twenty fucking years of life. Yeah. Holy fucking shit! I'm glad that somebody knows that show because I swear to God, do people think that I'm? My friends think I'm a fucking retard and just making shit up. I swear to fuck. But the fucking that's why he's called Cliff Hanger. Fucking <laughs> in my head. It'll yeah. Pop up in the middle of the night, I'll be half asleep. That's why he's called Cliff Hanger. And then just Fuck God damn it. I need a fucking So then I just look it up on YouTube and spend an hour watching between the fucking lions. <laughs> so yeah, that's a fucking thing. Stay serious, boys. Yeah,
0: it it does. It's been in my head. For huh. the for twenty years. It's fucking obnoxious. I'll be just I'll just be out of the store. And then Cliff hanger hanging from a <laughs> goddamn. God damn it. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what they did. There must be like there's probably some kind of weird programming in there or something. Maybe they're gonna play it someday, and I'm just gonna activate me as like a secret CIA asset to you code
2: name <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't joke, don't you joke about Zaboomafo. Uh All right. We have one last one from the drunk guy. The first one was four Oh one. This one's four Oh five. So four Oh one. It took three minutes.
2: Yeah. he's like, Oh, I forgot. So that's four
0: (laughs) Oh four. So yeah.
4: Hey, it's Todd Sadell here. And I just wanted to say
2: (laughs) back to his Todd impression.
4: And yeah, that's why I use the acronym Dead Helm When I talk To voicemails Because I don't know how to get on the mic
0: Oh, this is a Dead Helm-themed voicemail segment Yep Every single one, I think
4: And somehow, Dead Helm
0: By the way, that Dead Helm voicemail 44 seconds Ooh a over. Well, he's allowed. But yes. I went to but...
4: Cancun, and I found out that the young cock is there for the old cunt, <laughs> and the old cunt So we for the young cock.
0: Yeah, you should watch Letter Kenny. Uh, is it. that no, That's it's from? It's a Letter yeah. joke. Yeah, Ram. Have you watched Letter Kenny?
1: I've heard good things about it. I have not though. It's one of those things I need to watch. I just don't have time for.
0: It's it's a uh, it's pretty good, but uh, I would say stop by the end of the first by the end of the fourth season or so. Uh,
1: okay. I didn't, Does it get woke or just dumb. Uh
0: I did not care for the newest season. Okay. But then looking back on it, I don't know what the newest season. I don't remember what number it was. It was like 8, 7 or something like that. And then the one before Sweet. that was like just kind of okay. So, I that's why I say stop early and you'll always have good memories. Yeah. <laughs> just just uh well you brought it in brought that in as a do get. Dropping,
2: like dropping it like it's hot. Just dropping
0: it like it's hot. Just like,
2: yeah, uh, season 4 done. Never existed. <laughs> Quit the rest the rest don't exist. Quitting on the high notes. Yeah.
0: Well, those are our voicemails and our comments. Uh leave your voicemails or comments anywhere that you think we'll be able to read them. And maybe we will.
2: <laughs> that's maybe. a really vague <laughs> suggestion. Maybe Could be the side of a road somewhere.
0: <laughs> I want you to. All right, here's the. Here's what you need to do. I need everyone. If you want your comments read on this show, you need to go to one highway one sixty nine through mm-hmm. Tulsa and put them up in little signs like a Burma shave ad.
2: Well, you. And what you need to do is rent out a billboard. <laughs>
0: yeah, rent a billboard. It yeah. needs to have our logo. Yeah, I will send you the logo. You can put our logo on the billboard, <laughs> and then your comment. And it'll be there for a month. Like, those, some of those comments are a month old, and I, I keep looking at them. I keep seeing them and going, like, I need to rem- remember to read that on the episode, and then yeah, I just yeah, go, yeah. just totally spaced when we sit down and record, so. Well, Rem, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks. Th- yeah, man. Thank you for sharing Pleasure your sad to be tale.
1: Yeah, no problem. <laughs> it's a cautionary tale to have all of you out there thinking of starting a podcast.
0: Or or <laughs> taking a job. Yeah. just Yes, or so taking a job. Just, <laughs> at, just pull a Patrick Michael, man. Just, you know live in a trailer park record 37 (laughs) podcasts a day and don't get a job and then you never have to worry about being canceled yeah
1: never have to worry about it doing what you love that's hell yeah i got a cardboard box box mcdonald's you're good good to go
0: well this is that's it for us this week i'll catch you guys next week take it easy